0: moving for you from old heart Radio. Oh, it's that time. It's
1: yeah. time for Ugh. another episode. <laughs> so then... it's uh um as of as of time of recording, it's uh Friday, August fifth. It's about uh five fifty, you know. I'm just getting home from work. But the reason I'm saying this is because after we record, um I have a hard decision ahead of me, okay, because there's been a couple of really good horror movies that just released digitally. So Mm -hmm. last night on shutter, a movie came out called what, Uh, what Josiah saw and uh, don't really know much about it. Be going into it blind, but I've read a bunch of good things about it. Also today uh, on Peacock, excuse me. There's a movie that came out called, um, um, they, them. And it's about a group of, uh, LGBTQ uh, kids at like a, a conversion camp and oh, they shit. get, there's like a killer uh, Kevin Bacon's in it and then uh, oh. all, also on uh, Hulu is uh, Prey the next entry.
0: Yeah, dude.
1: Um, the Predator franchise but also uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies came out in theaters today so I a, there's a bunch of good horror to watch this weekend. That's basically what I'm getting at.
0: Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I uh... <laughs> i i really just genuinely can't wait to watch prey i've heard that i've heard it's like like a really good predator movie you know uh like you said it just dropped today but some of like the earlier reviews were like you know like praising it i think it has like nine it's in like the 90 percent damn on rotten tomatoes you know that's like which is like uncanny for a predator movie you know what i mean but i fucking yeah. love predator movies
2: mm.
0: yeah that, so you're right it's like it's pretty fucking, well and you know like there's just more down the pipeline that's co- going to be coming out
1: oh yeah the
0: year keeps going on like it's 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 shaping up to be a good year for horror movies you know
1: like uh, absolutely yeah there's a you know just a couple of movies that are coming out soon barbarian uh smile uh oh, don't yeah. worry darling and uh halloween uh ends so yeah there is some good shit coming so Fuck yeah dude i cannot wait but but that's not what we're talking about today um
0: yeah we got what the the final the final roundup episode of the 1990s uh horror movies And this this definitely is, like, the juiciest of the the years, you know what I mean? (laughs)
1: Without question. They're, like, even to the point where normally we each pick five movies, we decided to, uh, you know, bump it up just a little, and we each picked six, you know what I mean? But, yeah, there's just so much good shit. It's, like, and it really, you know, it was the first movie We're like, you know, we couldn't do this without talking about Scream, and it's the fact, you know, it wasn't like Scream came out – January 1st, 96 or anything like that, but it really it's just like, from there like, with, with, man you know what I mean, it's just like it it revitalized uh, the horror genre you know what I mean Um, and it really, you know without Scream, I feel like there wouldn't be some of the other solid shit that came out like uh, The Faculty or I Know What You Did Last Summer, you know what I mean so it really But speaking of scream, uh, you know it's it's uh, one of three movies that we're going to be talking about today. That's written by uh, Kevin Williamson, and he really just had like a hell of a time. Not a hell of a time. I, I meant to say he had a hell of a a, a, a career um, peak. You know, I- I- in the late '90s. Uh, you know, and, it start- and actually he um, he wrote uh, the script for I Know What You Did Last Summer first. Oh, but well. obviously, Scream is the one where it was like, "Damn, you know what I mean?" Because yeah, like the the while, well, what were you gonna say?
0: It's just such a. I mean, Scream's just such a un, unique, fucking premise. Like, like for a horror movie, you know? Absolutely. And it like it definitely like, you know, it's, it like like what's I mean, it's what's so fucking cool about it is like if you know it, it does what every horror fan like kind of quasi wants you know you want like something where it's like it's it 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 feels like it could happen you know what i mean yeah yep where it's like this you know it's you know you're playing by horror movie rules and this this killer's like (laughs) you know like fucking taking people out and like you know you feel like uh, Jamie Kennedy the entire time where you're like I know the rules man I'll make it <laughs> like,
1: yeah, yeah but like like you know the movie obviously like um plays off like the cliches and like uh um um it's like a satire of those things but this movie man just from the intro where you know we talk about how it's rules but it totally fucking pisses in the face of the rules kill it you know what I mean like oh very you know, in my opinion, it created its own phrase, you know, the the Drew Barrymore, yeah. where you're like, holy, yeah. you're like, holy, f- did like, holy fuck, did that actually happen? Um, it's the know,
0: truth, th- man. Like, like, even still, like, you know, watching it, like, you're, you're just like, you know, you, even though you know that Barrymore gets the Barrymore treatment, like, mm-hmm. you're just like, blown away almost. It's like, I can't believe they got away
1: with that, you know, like, yeah. In my in, in my opinion this is like a, one of those rare like perfect horror movies uh, just everything about it from the you know like I said from that from the shocking beginning um, um, to the infamous party scene um, yeah. and then and then obviously to one of the most uh, 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 shocking um killer reveals you know with not one but two killers and straight through to the ending like it's just a movie that uh from the start just fucking like takes you up the roller coaster and the whole entire time oh yeah you know what i mean like there's rarely any points in the movie where you're like left to catch your breath and when it does happen it's like it's like specifically done for that reason you know what i mean
0: yeah exactly it's like they know you need a you need a second as a viewer or something it, it really does like it it like sh- just kicks off the ride right off out the gate and you're just like fucking wrapped up in it like immediately mm-hmm. and like Did you know that you know, this is
1: yeah what were you gonna say sorry
0: oh i was just gonna say it's like it, it's it's really uncanny like for movies to like to do that for me at least you know and like like I said, like, Scream every single time I watch it, I still get wrapped up into it, you know?
1: Absolutely. Uh, did you know that this was the... Uh, uh, until Halloween 2018, this was the highest grossing slasher movie?
0: Oh, whoa, no, I didn't know that. I mean, it makes sense. Like, this movie was, like, yeah, it, it, it was wildly popular because of things like the opening sequence where, you know, people just walked out of the theater and were like, what the fuck just happened? And that that spread. I feel like you know, it just like it just everybody was like, "Whoa, dude! I I gotta check this out now!" Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. It it was it. Scream became a fucking cultural phenomenon, like the likes of which, the to the like things we haven't seen since like the introduction of Michael Myers and Freddy. That's a good
1: point. You know,
0: yeah. I mean, like, fuck, dude. How many years? in a row was the ghost face mask like like just like the most popular fucking halloween, halloween costume yeah, you know abso-
1: absolutely and i mean um, further
0: further like i feel like scary movie eventually like helped like even revitalize like uh, you know interest in it because they did such a fun job like w- with certain elements of scream you know
1: that's why it's i always thought it was interesting that uh the working title for scream was scary movie you know what i yeah. mean Yeah. Uh, But uh, uh, another wild thing about Scream is that, you know, Wes Craven's career, like he'd been around forever uh, and he was kind of reaching that point where like, you know, maybe, you know, it was time to, uh, in some people's eyes, I'm not saying this is everyone's opinion, Mm -hmm. but in some people's eyes, it was like, maybe, you know, it's time uh, to hang up the boots. But then, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just wild that this late into his career he was able to make another seminal uh uh, uh horror movie. You know what I mean? That's still like you said to this day uh, uh um is still analyzed uh, and still regarded as um you know, one of one of if not the greatest horror movie ever made. So,
0: yeah. It's fucking true. And you you know, and that you're right. Like that is a real big testament to his like you know creativity and what he what Wes craven was really like bringing to the the genre Mm -hmm. you know like we've talked about it before on past podcasts where you know like there's there's definitely like those definitive movies and careers like carpenters where it's like he he hit a point where it's just like dude this is just not as good i mean it still like has merit but like there's just like You know it might be better to just call it before you keep (laughs) before you ruin your name you know
1: unfortunately yeah not
0: that no you know not that carpenter i think can can ever ruin his name and you know because of his work but
1: no but he did yeah there you know there's a period like uh escape from la and you know uh, uh 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 movies and like uh uh big trouble in little china you know movies that are like uh cult classics but they're not necessarily um good movies
0: yeah I mean? ex- exactly like this is definitely like it has its cult following scream has its cult following but it earned it right out of the gate like oh fuck. You know, as soon as it dropped like it was fucking shocking people and like you know like we were saying like the words spread and like next thing you know like it's everywhere you
1: know did, did you know too that uh uh after this movie was released that uh and here's a word you don't really hear too often but a uh, caller ID uh increased more than threefold after this movie was released.
0: Damn, dude. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, do you blame people like after watching this like being like I don't want to get that fucking phone call. What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's just it's, it, you know, and not only that but like you said like the cult following like there's just such a die hard Uh, 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 Fan base to this movie, and the fact that you know Scream Five just came out, and um, you know it's probably uh, probably in most people's eyes the best um, sequel since the original. But just the fact that it's still a franchise that's still going strong, you know, we're next year hopefully uh, um, the next installment comes out, and it just you know is one of those things too where. You know, uh, Courtney Cox, for example, you know, had some notoriety from Friends, but um, this movie helped you know push her into the stratosphere. uh, And you know,
0: well, yeah, like you know, like one that's that's some one of the other things was, you know, I feel like this movie included you know actors like Drew Barrymore and Courtney Cox to a bigger extent. Who like Mm -hmm. Gale Storm is a fucking great character. Like, gale weathers you mean? Gale weather, sorry storm. Gale storm. Yeah. <laughs> but like, she's a fantastic character, man, and and so you know it took like, like yeah. actors like that, and it it showcased them in a different like light than people really like thought of them as. I think.
1: Very true.
0: You know, yeah. Uh even David Arquette. You know, David Arquette had had, had some. Oh man! Oh dude, man! I love David. I like uh, he. Dewey's my favorite. Dewey's sure. just yeah r.i.p. dewey yeah uh, uh but yeah like you know like it created these characters that you know you 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 root for all the Absolutely. way through scream five man and you're 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 invested in them you know what i mean like that's very true and not, i don't feel like a lot of times i feel like the longer franchises go on they lose sight of some of that and true uh, you know i i think that this 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 franchise really did a, like a great does a great job of like playing on that uh the the fan love you know what i mean um but yeah th- i mean this movie's just like it will always be in my rotation every single year this has to you know has to be played in october you know it's it's just one of those you can't once once you fall in love with it you can you can't let it go
1: Absolutely <laughs> yeah it's very true uh huh
0: but you know that I mean, but you know, like Scream. Uh, like you said, I think I think Scream really helped push a lot of uh, what was happening in these like latter th- three years of the '90s in terms of horror. Um, it, you know, I, 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 at least it kind of like perfected what was also what was kind of going on around it at times. You know, and I think
2: mm.
0: you know, like. like it kind of built this like, i don't know like because like uh, the one of the things i was noticing when we were digging through movies was a lot of the movies that that i really like have to do with sort of like uh i don't know like either like high school or teen or a college,
1: right or right college, right
0: you know um and sometimes that was like a sort of boring trope after all like you, you know in the past it got kind of beat to death but it just sort of That's like true helped, helped like i don't know like like we keep saying it but it helped revitalize that in the well. because you know? a
1: lot of the a lot of those uh movies were you know um um showcasing uh young uh, uh attractive um you know in the especially in the case of scream uh, and i know what you did last summer you know um so i don't know it, it is interesting though because it you know it, it, scream obviously wa- by no means was the first um horror movie to center around kids of that age you know it's been happening yeah. forever with black christmas and H- house on sorority row and yeah. uh april fool's day you you, you you name it but it's a good yeah. point
0: yeah I, I just you know i i don't know i just i can never speak enough about just how how much love i have for for scream and the subsequent movies
1: oh yeah for forever in a day oh yeah but um
0: you know another another movie from 1996 that that we just we you know when going through these years i feel like we have to mention is uh is the craft yeah
1: you know? c- and, and uh before you before you jump into what you're going to say it's another movie that's you know centered around uh 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 a group of high schoolers, and it also has uh, Neve Campbell and Skeet Ulrich in it, which is interesting. But yeah, well,
0: I feel like I feel like uh Campbell, you know, went from went from this role, and then, you know, it was probably like a huge opening, you know, that it made. And, and, yeah, because and she, like, yeah,
1: because yeah. she's more of like a a, a, a supporting role uh, essentially, yeah. Um, in this movie,
0: Definitely. but
1: uh, what what is it about um? the craft that uh you like so much
0: man well i i think like a lot like you know there's there's various things i like get it, it's you know there's the whole idea of like getting back at your fucking bullies you know getting back at like the people who treat you wrong and totally and you know you follow these four these four like young teen you know these 14 women who just like not 14 but these 14 women uh who are just like you know they're they're just they decide to invest in their own interest really and dig into witchcraft and and that leads them to feeling and empowered and like feeling like they can yeah take on their fucking problems i mean it doesn't it goes a little off the wires but right
1: because (laughs) at the because at the beginning it's like uh you know, we, we, we you know, uh, one of the characters, Sarah, moves to a new town, she, she she you know, gets uh, kind of, um, um, uh, 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 essentially this football player, you know, is a pig. Yeah,
0: he, he basically like, 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 says that they fucked and then like that she was like, that she's like an awful fucking person in the sack mm-hmm. or something like that, you know, like, and spreads that rumor
1: around so yeah cause she falls in with the group that wants her to be the fourth member of their coven and like you said so there's there's uh bonnie um neve campbell's character who is covered in in, in burns and so her initial wish is to uh uh be more attractive uh, there's nancy uh which is one of my favorite roles by fruza Balk, who you know she lives in a trailer her stepdad's abusive and there's rochelle who is black and is getting bullied by uh, a super awful racist uh, popular girl so you know they all have these wishes where uh, you know maybe they're um, um, not necessarily super huge in the sense of trying to abuse power Mm. but with the outcome you know they they are abusing um, that power but I think one of my favorite parts about this movie is, is just, you know, not only is there not enough good witch horror, but the fact that they decided to uh, center it uh, towards the high school where you, I, I, when I watch it, I think about, you know, what would i do in this situation if i was you know in high school where like you said there's bullying maybe you want to be better looking or you or your your family's not as well off like what if you were in that situation and you had the power to uh uh, uh change uh that situation you know what i mean what would what what would you do ultimately
0: yeah, yeah well exactly and i think that's one of the brilliant things of this you know sort of makes you as a viewer ask yourself you know like because i feel like a lot of people have have you know stories of them being picked on or bullied to some degree or you know Mm -hmm. uh for something that they might not be able to help you know and 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 you're just like you know it makes you feel trapped to be like stuck with those kind of things uh and so, like, yeah, to be able to like find an outlet to uh, better yourself, and a, or attempt to better yourself, and then unle- and you know, to get ahead of uh, of you know some of these people that have been dragging you down, like, wouldn't you take the opportunity? I mean,
1: Hunter, oh, with the, without a doubt.
0: Yeah, and that's um, that's one of the brilliant things about this movie. You know, it just true. like you know and i, I think you're 100 right there especially at this point in time there wasn't really a lot of good like witchcraft movies you know? true
1: An- another favorite thing about this about this movie is uh uh you know it's set in la but it's got a very like a uh, dark feel to it obviously you know with with witchcraft and the dark arts but uh it's just a really um um, um captivating movie to watch with uh You know the director andrew fleming really um hadn't hasn't done much and up to this point hadn't done much but uh directs the movie in a way that uh uh uh, you you, if you didn't know that you know what i mean you would think it's someone that had quite a few uh uh, films under their belt um it's just a really pretty movie to look at Mm -hmm. uh you know there's some standout scenes like the um light as a feather uh, stiff as a board scene
0: yeah um
1: you know the whole uh, uh uh last like 20 minutes with the witch showdown um you know there's just some great um scenes that i that still uh have stuck with me to this day um hell yeah and i, and I think it's I, th- I think it's a movie that really uh um could have been hit or miss uh but it hit um and it's uh, you know they they recently did like uh like a reboot um esque like a remake you know and this is another movie that um you know it didn't spawn any sequels but it, it does have uh, its own you know cult following um to an extent and i think it, it is deservedly so
0: yeah, absolutely. I mean, it definitely has a huge, like, cult following now. And, yeah, I, I didn't actually ever catch that, like, the kind of quasi-remake. But because, because to be honest, like, I'm, I just didn't find it necessary. I was like, this movie's absolutely. still fucking perfect, for, you know, for what it is. Like,
1: I agree. But,
0: but I mean, that, that does say something to the fact, to the point of, like, they, you know, you know studios notice like when you know the, there's like a, that cult fan base that gets built and, and it's like though I do think like things like this don't need remakes uh, it is kind of interesting that it's like wow you like people weren't this popular enough that it's like well, how can we
1: continue to capture that audience you know mm-hmm. um, but what it's true one of the good things about the movie too is that um <laughs> You know we talked about uh you know what what would you do in that situation if you had you know and 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 all of these wishes you know um you know it's it's kind of like the cheesy saying like be careful what you wish for you know because Mm -hmm. uh bonnie ends up you know um going from this kind of modest uh uh, humble person to this really vain character um nancy you know her her stepdad ends up dying they cash her and her mom move into a high rise uh, you know, and throughout the movie, her uh, attitude changes, you know, the the love spell backfires um, on on Sarah, you know, so, so it's like, there's, it's one of those things where it, cho- it, just, it just reminds you that um, there's consequences to your actions, you know what I mean? Oh, totally,
0: totally, yeah. It's definitely not like, you know, like, like uh, these characters are just getting away with it all, you know, like, it comes right. back around, and that that is... Uh, also one of those very human compelling things that captures you because like I feel like we've all had those moments too where it's like damn dude I didn't realize I was gonna come back to bite me or something you know like
1: absolutely uh so, so yeah, yeah. That, that's I like that rather than it's just like oh here's these girls that uh 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 are doing these things um and there's no consequences like I think it was really cool that they that it showed you know regardless if it, if it's a realistic situation or not that you know um everything you do in life uh uh you know for every as, as the saying goes for every action there's an equal uh uh, uh what's, Reaction. A, yeah. yeah
0: it's true though it's it's in and, and I mean that is I think one of the things that makes this movie it, it bring it finds the, it shows you that balance in action mm-hmm. you know and, and that's really really fucking cool because so many movies you uh you know you end up rooting for i mean sometimes you root for the bad guy just 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 because you want you know you're like oh my god they're gonna get away with it uh so yeah for the good guy this this you 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 feel for these characters and then Mm -hmm. you see them get like that you know a little bit of their dream come true and then uh you know it, it being you know twisted it, it uh you know like i said it just it's it just like a very human thing i feel like you know mm-hmm. and i think that's that's one of the reasons it continues to connect with people after years of, of and years you know
1: yeah i agree yeah. um so you know just jumping into some shout outs so yeah i was gonna uh, say
0: what well, we there's a shout outs in every year man oh man
1: 1996 is not without its uh uh extensive list of uh sequels so
0: um
1: <laughs> we have uh the eighth entry uh in the Amityville series dollhouse which actually oh. Yo, dude, just got is... put yeah i was going to say we um, should
0: probably watch that one i i, I, I almost under... guarantee you it isn't the best movie in the amityville
1: series <laughs> i completely agree <laughs> But we also had uh, Carnosaur 3, Primal Species, Um, Children of the Corn 4, The Gathering, Um, Hellraiser 4, Bloodline, Um, Tremors 2, and uh, uh, um, another 8th entry in a long-running series, and I've never seen any of them, but we had Witchcraft 8. Salem's Ghost. Yeah, like you know, how that, many of those? Jesus Christ! Like,
0: we've been—I've been seeing the witchcraft movies pop up almost every year, uh, or every block of years that we've covered for the '90s, and I—I I keep wondering. I'm like, what the fuck is up with these witchcraft movies?
1: There's even a ninth one comes out in '97. It's like, holy shit! It's nuts. Like, and what then, is it? A yeah, yeah.
0: We also—I mean, there's there's like plenty you know like we've talked about a couple movies that we gotta you gotta mention you know the dentist was a 1996 movie
1: Ha <laughs> yeah Yeah,
0: dude oh
1: my god one of the best uh
0: pinocchio's revenge came out in 96 my you, god
1: yeah dude uh if, yeah we talked about that one you know pretty recently uh, episode 50 so yeah
0: and then there's, like, uh, you know, a couple of, uh, I, I believe, Stephen King-related works, um, or maybe just one. There, But, you know, there's uh, Thinner, which oh. is, like, a really interesting fucking cool movie. Dude, um, it's, so,
1: it's super solid.
0: Yeah. And then um, there's an awesome werewolf movie that came out in 96 called Bad Moon. It was another one I, I was, like, I was kind of toying with talking about, but then I was like, yeah, it's a good shout-out.
1: I, I, I still need to see that. That's, uh, like... Yeah, I still need to see Bad Moon. It's, know, probably,
0: it's probably one of the better werewolf movies from the 90s, I'd say, in my opinion. Okay. It's on Shutter right now, too. so. Oh, is it's, it? It's available.
1: And, I did and, not know that.
0: And then we also have like, it's kind of a, it's almost like a horror comedy uh, from Peter Jackson, The Frighteners with Michael Ooh. J. Fox. Yeah. It's just to me, that's just a really fun movie, you know, uh, it's I like, agree. It like walks that line with kind of like a scarier Ghostbusters.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, it, you know, and it's it's I feel like uh, it's more of a tame Peter Jackson movie, you know. Oh, um, oh yeah. But yeah, we also had uh, um, Tales from the Crypt, uh, Bordello of Blood, um, yeah. which, you know, uh, is solid as well uh it's it's just a a good you know uh guilty pleasure uh uh flick you know you're not going in expecting um silence of the lambs but it's 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 entertaining yeah exactly we also also had a a movie i watched recently a a full moon feature called uh head of the family which is uh absolutely fucking uh ridiculous okay and you should go watch it um the family but yeah so to kind of Do you have any more shout outs for 96 before you know i
0: honestly that that kind of covers it for what i wanted to like mention because i mean again there's just so many you know and yeah i mean there's i know there's at least one more movie though that we have to talk about
1: yeah it's uh it's um um it's the first of two uh Movies that we're going to talk about that's uh directed by Robert Rodriguez and it's uh also you know uh written and stars uh Quentin Tarantino but it's one of those movies that is super near and dear to my heart uh uh because I mentioned I think I've mentioned before um um how in in Missouri I had these friends they were two brothers and they were older than me and they introduced me to a bunch of shit. I remember the we I vividly remember it was like a Friday night and we watched from dusk till dawn. They introduced me to it and I was just blown away. And we ended up watching it like three times in a row. Um, Dude. It's just from, you know, uh, uh, um, and Robert Rodriguez, you know, I, I didn't know at the time, like who he was, you know, like that. I was young. I wasn't really worried about, directors or writers but you know robert rodriguez has made uh uh you know a lot of awesome fucking movies another one which we're going to talk about when we get to 98 um but you know it's it's you know uh rodriguez and tarantino obviously have a really close relationship you know they did grindhouse together um yeah but just even like before we even jump into the movie just this the cast you know it's got uh harvey keitel um, who you know is kind of like a Tarantino mainstay, uh, George Clooney, Juliette Lewis, Salma Hayek, who's another like who's a Robert Rodriguez uh, mainstay, mm-hmm. Cheech Marin, Denny Trejo, and even Tom Savini, who plays one of the most, uh, 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 um, badass, memorable roles with the dick gun, uh, sex yeah. machine. <laughs> and that's what I mean. This movie is just so fucking creative because, you know, um, in anyone else's hands uh a, a movie about um uh uh two uh criminals on the run who kidnap a family and wind up at a vampire's den in anyone else's hands it could have just been this super generic boring movie but this is one of the most creative uh uh um uh in you know inventive movies that you're gonna watch
0: oh yeah i mean it definitely like it gives you a spin on on vampires alone that you're just like you you just you know you don't get to see them enough like like you do in this movie and you don't you know it's just this this movie's so rough around the edges mm-hmm. that like i don't know there's just something about it that you just keep wanting to watch you know like something kind of fucked up happens and you're like okay well how are they gonna get more fucked up than that <laughs> you know oh yeah <laughs>
1: oh yeah <laughs> And that's yeah.
0: kind of it, man. It's such a fucking fun dark movie, like, you know. Yeah.
1: And and on top of like, you know, the uh the amazing gore, the uh the uh and one of the things about this movie is that uh, Tarantino wanted to showcase K and B effects. Uh you know, Robert Kurtzman, Greg Nicotero. Uh they're the ones that did all the effects in this movie, so it's another thing, when you get older and you realize you worked on it, you're like, oh, that's a no-brainer. You know, oh, not yeah. only is there the extreme gore, but there's, you know, there's all these different types of vampires. There's the rat creature. There's uh, Santanico. But there's also a lot of really good uh, humor uh, uh, interspersed in, like, the scene where there's the band playing instruments. And then when they turn into vampires, they're playing human bodies, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know. Just Cheech, Cheech Marin's role—they got a wet pussy, uh, <laughs> blah, hairy poo. You know what I mean? It's this yeah. Oh my god, dude! Uh, I'm just such a mark for this movie. I uh, I love everything about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, this is like it, this is this is turned into, turned into such a timeless fucking movie where it's so enjoyable now, mm. just as much as it was the first time you fucking watch it.
1: Oh my god!
0: And. and Oh man, and you can't speak enough about how fucking smoking hot Selma Hayek's in this movie. Mwah.
1: Especially as a 10 11 year old kid, you are just like, whoa,
0: yeah, ba ba boom. But yeah, like I-, I mean, it's just it's such a cool, like I said earlier, it's such a cool take on vampires, man. Like mm-hmm. you know, just like this fucking vampire bar in the you know out there in the fucking you know desert states, desert, and like yeah. you are I don't know, well, like it's,
1: just... it's 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 cool, too, because, you know, there's the scene later in the movie where they go into the storeroom, you know, they fill up the, the squirt guns with uh, holy water. They make a nomadic drill and you just see that, like all this different shit from all these trucks, you're like, how long has this been going on? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And even furthermore, this movie has one of my favorite fucking like ending shots. Uh, whereas the end credits are about to roll, it does this like panning shot of the back of the Titty Twister, and it's on top of like a, a, a ancient Aztec ruin. Yeah, uh, dude, what, it's that? it's amazing. Um,
0: yeah, it's. I mean, I, you know, it and it, it, you know, it spawned. It has a, an official sequel, correct? Two of them. And didn't they also try to do like a limited, like a, some sort of
1: series? Yeah, so a couple years ago, when Robert Rodriguez uh, started his own uh, television channel, El Rey, um, they, they actually had some solid shit on there, and they had uh, uh, Lucha Underground, which was some of the best wrestling you'll ever see. Ooh. But uh, yeah, they he created like I think there was like two seasons of it. Um, it was all right. Uh, 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 I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like okay, so they can either kind of do like. Uh, a scene for scene, or they can do some more wild shit, and they kind of they, they kind of went too wild with it, and it strayed too far. Uh, uh, but the first season was pretty solid. Um, I just feel like like we mentioned with the craft, it was kind of one of those things where uh, it didn't need that, like because uh, it's it's like we mentioned, it's one of the most inventive, creative uh, 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 vampire movies you'll ever see. Um, you know. And, uh, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just wild to look back. Uh, and this is the first movie that Tarantino actually, uh, uh, had a writing credit for. Um, and just to see how far both of their careers have come. Um, oh, and you know, sure. it, it's kind of like, it's not the first things they've done, but just like the humble beginnings. But it's also like, I feel like it's one of those movies where, uh, um, it was like a passion project too because another super interesting thing about it is so tarantino was originally going to direct it um but he wanted to focus on a screenplay so he offered robert kurtzman um uh the uh, he offered him to direct it but he couldn't commit to it and so rob rodriguez came in so you know i i just feel like um regardless of whoever directed it like all three of these all these people working together like i feel like it was just such a passion project because it is so completely yeah. different than anything that tarantino has ever done
0: oh yeah um, yeah well and like this was i mean but that's why like rodriguez fits so fucking perfectly uh, to helmet i think is because you know like i mean El Mariachi with uh mm. with fucking Antonio Banderas is, is such a wild movie yeah. and like the pace of it's so fucking like it's it's snappy and and that's like oh, listen you feel some of that pace like this movie kind of lulls you into you know in into like you you know this kind of direction where you think you know where it's going and then when it goes off the rails it goes Mm. off the fucking rails and it's just like extreme absolutely and everything starts moving at this like fast pace and you're just like left to fucking scramble along and pick up with the characters you know you're just like what the fuck is about to happen next you know
1: that's a good point because yeah it it does start out as like a, 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 um, a crime you know uh yeah uh a uh, movie you know um, these two outlaw brothers uh leaving a wake of destruction in the, or leaving destruction in their wake and then yeah it, it just totally does a, a pivot you know what i mean yeah uh, into a total 100% different direction and i think i think there's we, we've talked about movies before like uh route 666 for example which is almost like kind of the same aspect where like a uh a, 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 like a um a uh uh, a detective criminal-esque movie with horror elements and it just was so fucking awful uh (laughs) but the the fact that uh um both elements of this movie just blended so well um yeah there'll never be it's one of those movies where there'll never be uh uh, another one like it um and And it'll yeah.
0: Even if somebody tried to make something like it, it would immediately just get compared to to this. You know what I mean? And this would still overshadow it. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. Like yeah. This this movie. I, I just I really wanna. I really wish I could see this movie in a movie theater. You oh. Know what I mean, like oh. that would be the fucking dream right there. It's just witness it in the, you know, on that big ass screen in that big dark room. You know like. I have yeah. only ever gotten a chance to like watch it at home, you know, and
1: that's a good point, man. Yeah, uh, There's Some
0: movies that just like, it'd just be just such a fun experience in the
1: theater. It'd be a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So kind of, so, just, yeah. so, uh, um, you know, I feel like this is a movie where I could like continue to talk about it for like another 20 minutes, but um, you know, just if anyone's listening um, and for some weird, bizarre uh, reason, you've never seen from dust till dawn do yourself a fucking favor and go watch it
0: oh yeah yeah get your like find yourself a copy and and pop it in like asap
1: so yeah so jumping into 97 uh i don't i don't you have two picks in this year but i don't um yeah so before you jump into your first one i just want to pop off a couple honorable mentions and i'll do some more later so we have uh a movie that you know we've talked about doing on this channel and, and and uh you know really haven't yet and i think maybe it's because it's almost too ridiculous but uh we have you know the jack frost um <laughs> yeah. we're not we're, we're not talking about the uh michael keaton um you know family uh uh, uh not to be confused with that but you know <laughs> yeah i wonder right. how many i, I wonder um. how many i wonder how many times like it happened where someone went to go rent, you know, the Michael Keaton one and accidentally grabbed the fucking,
0: yeah, the, <laughs> the evil version. <laughs> uh, I'll
1: yeah, never, I mean... I'll, I'll still never get over like the uh, the uh, um, like snowman, like sexual assault in the shower scene, like that. It's just like, like, a... How ridiculous, dude!
0: <laughs> just saying that out loud, too, it's just like. Yeah. Who thought that was? Who thought that, that would be like a good idea? Yeah. Ninety seven. Yeah,
1: ninety seven uh, also. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. Um, and it spawned a sequel, so I don't know what that says, but, um, ninety seven also gave us a movie that I almost picked, um, because of how utterly insane and, uh, uh, and creative it was. But Cube came out. Oh. Um, yeah. And I feel like, uh, um, you know. It, um, movies that came later, like I'm not saying they ripped it off, or I'm not saying you know, maybe it was an inspiration, but you could when you watch movies like Saw,
0: yeah,
1: uh, you I instantly think of Cube because yep. you know, 100 same thing, just this group of people, uh, wake up, uh, 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 in this gigantic fucking contraption with endless amounts of rooms and death traps, and no idea how they got there, and it's so creative. It's just such a visually stunning movie um i don't think it gets enough credit and the, you know the sequels weren't as good but the original cube is fucking fantastic
0: i agree dude i mean uh, we talked about a little bit about it. like like i also almost picked cube because i have this really distinct memory of when i saw it for the first time i okay. don't think my dad intended on showing it to us but we were like we stayed up and we watched it and it just <laughs> fucking scared the hell out of me mainly the part where, like, the one, like, there's like, he's like, I think he's like uh, the killer, like a serial killer, or whatever he is. But there's like this one guy, one character who gets like sliced up, mm-hmm. in, you know, like by this, like, you know, th- really thin glass plating or whatever it is. And it just, like, I don't know. I just, the idea of not being able to see. What fucking destroys like kills you like that, like just scared the yeah. fuck out of you, man. And like the, yeah. you know how he just it literally cubes him up and like it you know, he just like falls apart basically.
1: And that uh, was ripped that was ripped off in other movies, you know. Oh, uh yeah. um for for instance, uh Resident Evil did a, a similar, you know, but yeah.
0: Yeah. But uh you know, it's I think I think you're right, like particularly when I think about Saw 2. Like, the original, the first Saw movie has some some originality, too. I'll give it that. But the Saw, two, I feel like they watched Cube at some point. The writers watched Cube and were like, Okay, we're going to trap everybody in this, like, one specific, like you were saying, place, one specific place. Hmm. And they're going to have to, like, get through all these different, like, rooms and devices and stuff like that. And, okay, okay. You no, know, I mean... Uh, you know and uh, yeah I just I'm I'm a, in the same boat as you I just don't think cube gets talked about enough not um, at all I think people just like mistake it for like a bad sci-fi channel movie or something and like think it's not what it is but it it's it's a pretty like 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 you know fits like you were saying like it's a really gorgeous looking movie
1: mm-hmm. and it
0: has just like some really claustrophobic which i love fear that it like instills Mm -hmm. in you yeah that that's like some of that shit's what gets me i i I get you know that feeling when i get trapped in small things like it's one of the reasons i have a really huge like hard time being on like an airplane for instance like i haven't ridden on an airplane in years because it's such an uncomfortable fucking thing yeah um but like yeah anyway like but just the fact really nails it
1: and just the fact like of you know there's other horror movies like where you're uh familiar with your surroundings but just waking up in this place that you don't have any idea uh uh, where you're at uh you know it's just such a wild notion um but i I, it's just one of those movies that you know not like you said it doesn't get enough love but it also doesn't uh, get enough attention like it's one of those movies where um you just it doesn't get talked about enough not that many people have heard about it or seen it and it's unfortunate
0: yeah i agree um well uh, You know what? What other uh, I, I know a couple of like random random movies to shout out to, but what what else you got for like some of the honorable mentions for this year?
1: Um, so yeah, you know, after you do one of your movies, I'll shout out some of like the oh. uh, uh, lesser uh, tier movies from this year. But you know, uh, some Fair more enough. honorable honorable mentions. You know, Scream Two came out, which is a um, pretty solid sequel. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, a movie that. Um, is a lot better than it has uh any right to be but anaconda
0: oh man i was i was wondering if you're gonna say it yeah anaconda the original anaconda is has some really cool shit oh, yeah. about it but like yeah i think it gets it because of all the really bad sequels that came after the original one like it kind of ruined the, the image of the first movie in a lot of ways.
1: It's pretty solid though. Uh yeah. you know, I ice cubes good in it. Um, you know, there's some cool slimy, you know, uh, like the scene at the, near the end where I forget the, I forget the actor's name, but where he gets eaten and then regurgitated, you know, like there's some cool shit. Yeah. We also had alien resurrection, which gets a lot of hate, but it's, oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's kind of another one of those like movies that, uh, sequels that gets a lot of hate but i still you know uh enjoy parts and aspects of it totally especially uh you know anything that um brad dorif is in so
0: well and that you know that that also you, you know i feel like who is it? uh ron perlman just fits perfectly in the vibe of that movie too and it's always fun to see ron perlman in in, in something i Absolutely. mean that that movie to, takes like a significantly different tone than some of the other yeah, Alien movies, yeah. which is what's wild about it, you know. And, and I, I, I do think like me, I'm a huge fan of the Alien franchise, so Absolutely. you know, I can't I can't say like they like fuck any of those movies. I I think that they all have some sort of merit to them. Um, yeah, it's just yeah, I mean, and that one's the fourth one in the series, right? Like that's yep. cause, yeah, because yep. it follows Alien three, and you know. I don't know. It's just it. it, it it's just like it, it's it's one of those. It, it like plays almost on the you, like you switch from like the aliens being this like evil force. Like the aliens are just like at this point you have to realize what they are. They're just mm-hmm. the xenomorphs are just these like killing machines, and that's just what that's just part of their nature. That's what they do. They if they get out, they're gonna fucking kill everything but what's terrifying about this movie is the fucking human element
1: absolutely you know what i mean
0: where it's like these people are trying to like find a way to weaponize the xenomorphs they you know are like they're using them as experiments they're like experimenting on and cloning sigourney you know sigourney weaver and you're just like what the fuck is it
1: that's what i mean like it's sinister man there's a lot of really good ideas uh, uh uh and aspects of this movie but it just didn't um you know pan out the way they wanted it to unfortunately
0: yeah
1: well that's a good point though it's, it's more of the human element in it, and i love shit like that in movies where you're like who's the real villain here you know absolutely man M- makes you think so but what's your what's your what's your next like pick that you wanted to talk about well,
0: jumping off of Alien Resurrection, I think it's a, you know <laughs> going right into another sci-fi, like a dark sci-fi movie. Yeah, Event Horizon, yeah. Event Horizon, like there's some wild ass imagery in Event Horizon. Oh yeah, it, it's fucking scary, man. Like I'm getting chills thinking about it right now because, you know, to me, like one of the scary things about sci-fi movies like this is just being out there in space and the big unknown fucking shit that can happen out there and that's in space mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's you know that's like a huge part of this is like you know you you're going and you're exploring this derelict ship and uh-huh. you're trying to figure out what the fuck happened and you don't yeah. know what could be around any corner you don't know if, if things can just or things are just going to get destroyed and you're going to be fucking stuck you don't know what's g- going to happen and it's just it's just such a such a cool movie Sam Neill's in it Lawrence Fisher oh, yeah. you know like
1: I love Sam Neill in yeah, in it, horror like
0: Absolutely
1: he's, and he's just up up a notch in this movie where you yeah. you don't you don't expect him to like some of the shit that happens. And obviously uh, it has such an iconic uh, line of dialogue in it too. But before you talk about it real quick, I want to shout out a couple uh, like fun facts. So it's directed by Paul W.S. Anderson who direct, you know, uh, directed a couple, you know, he directed Mortal Kombat, uh, Resident Evil, he did Alien vs. Predator, but you know, this is a movie that um, he really wanted it to be uh, a lot gorier. Um, and longer, uh, he 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 turned in his cut. And it was going to be an NC-17 film, um, and uh, uh, due to the studio, they heavily edited it and um, cut out a lot of the graphic violence and cut down the, the runtime. It was originally going to be 130 minutes.
0: Oh damn! Um,
1: not only that, but an inter- another interesting thing about this is that he turned down the chance to direct. Uh, uh Alien Resurrection and X-Men to do this movie.
0: Yeah, dude, I saw I I read the X-Men thing. I thought that was wild. Like uh but you know, that's that's pro like I think that was part of it like was the at the time in in Anderson's career like that dude was particularly looking to do something a little more, you know. Intense, unique and yeah. unique you know and and that's a, exactly what the, he de, he delivered even with yeah. the heavy studio cuts mm-hmm. you know
1: yeah he wanted to do something that wasn't like an established property already you know what i mean yeah
0: yeah it's it's just oh man it, yeah it's just such a fucking wild movie and you know like it 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 has these elements of this like really kind of low key old disney movie called the black hole hmm. where it's like you know this like again the whole idea of like this like derelict ship is kind of out there. You have to go, you know, see what's going on and what's happened to the crew and the thing, you know, anybody on the ship and like that alone. Like you placing that basic premise of like on Earth is fucking creepy, but like to uh-huh. have, you know, like. Uh, like basically you know a ship just sort of reappear and like you (laughs) know just it's just like out there orbiting around a fucking planet and you're just like okay
1: what the fuck yeah seven just seven years you know it disappears and just randomly pops up seven years later like what
0: yeah there's just no you know you're immediately like there's something wrong there's
1: (laughs) yeah Uh, you know and it's not the first movie that's um had the concept uh you know there's been movies like um obviously alien for example or uh, uh life force where it's like oh, yeah. uh, you know we need to go find this like derelict uh ship and i'm not saying it's a bad thing but you know it, 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 it's such a different uh, uh and unique uh direction that they go um yeah and like... it's you know I need to watch it It's been so long Since I've watched it But this movie Doesn't get enough uh, uh, It's another movie That doesn't get uh, Mentioned enough When it comes to Really creepy Unsettling Sci-fi
0: Yeah Well cause like Especially like Near the end of the movie It really starts Ramping itself the fuck up And that's when you start Seeing some extra crazy shit But what's You know <laughs> There's like the whole The The uh, There's like the whole scene Where like the captain Of the ship you see, basically, you find out his, like, com- like his ending and, like, it's, you know, like, the last thing you see of the captain of the Event Horizon is, like, mm. the captain holding his fucking eyes in his own hands that he's, like, a you know, like, ripped out of his own fucking face and, you know... Saying th-
1: things in Latin. Yeah. Yeah,
0: dude, and and, you know, like, the the s- scary idea that, like, your technology, uh basically Go becomes smart and like you know becomes like you know and, and turns against you and yeah you know is like another like uh, like just supreme fucking horror moment for me like oh yeah i mean the, nowadays there's all these talks of like what what a potential ai t- you know uh, takeover, what it could could be like, and you know, hmm. and, and you think about movies like this, it reminds you of like those, those kind of things where it's like, yeah, dude, I don't know, man, I don't, I don't know, if machines should have all the power.
1: <laughs> no, n- never, ever. Um... But,
0: yeah, it's it's just you know, and you get just like like you know, we we're kind of mentioning you get such fucking solid performances mm-hmm. from from most of the cast, you know, like fishburn turns it in fucking neil turns it in yeah you know yeah like, um, he knows yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know and then you see like some random people uh who's that guy he's from Days. i always recognize him from dazed and confused uh jason isaacs i think is his name that's him okay he you know he pops up in there oh not D- not i'm thinking of i'm thinking of a different isaacs jason isaacs is the guy that played um what's his fucking name from harry potter he plays lucius malfoy So he kind of, and he, so he's kind of one of those guys. He has like a really deep filmography, and so it's kind of, it's like when he pops up in something even as far back as like a you know Event Horizon in in ninety seven, you kind of almost want to mistake him as the the villain. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But
1: yeah, there's also you know uh, Kathleen, um, I'm pronouncing, I'm gonna pronounce her last name probably wrong, but Pundlin, who's been in her. You know, Apollo, another space movie, Apollo 13, but she was in uh, Twilight Zone, the movie. You know, she plays, uh, she's in the segment um, with the kid who can, you know, uh, do things with his mind, you know. And uh, uh, there's also Jolie Richardson in it who went on to, you know, her most, uh, gain her most n- notoriety when she played um, um, Sean's wife in uh, Nip Tuck
0: oh yeah that's right that's why i reckon that's where i I recognize that name like Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yeah yeah i forgot i always i mean she's one of those actresses that like she also has kind of like a like pretty weird filmography if you think about it because like there's like you know roles like this roles like her you know her character nip tuck which that series gets so fucking oh my god
1: it's a it's incredible
0: yeah and then you know she also played, uh, you know, was in like 101 Dalmatians, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so like and that. Actually, that's kind of something worth noting. Jolie Richardson did 101 Dalmatians in '96, and then turned around in Event Horizon in '97.
1: <laughs> wow, yeah, wild man, wild. Yeah, I, I, I need, I need, I need to, I need to watch Event Horizon, dude. It's been like ten years, and oh, I, yeah. I. Yeah. Oh, hi Bowie. Hi. Oh.
0: Boy says, hello. God, he's making so... a guest appearance on the podcast
1: today. Yeah, too bad that people can't see him because he is just so adorable. Yeah, exactly. Uh
0: but yeah, you no, know, I just I can't speak enough to to just how how fucking insane this movie is. You know? <laughs> I yeah. would love it if they if they you know if, if there was like a secret cut of this where it was like mm-hmm. a little longer, some of the gnarlier shit. Like the director's you know, like, cut. Yeah. yeah. Dude, give us the director's cut of Event Horizon, man that'd be dope what, what, what you know like that that would be pretty fucking intense honestly release yeah. the Anderson cut
1: <laughs> I'd be down yeah for real so uh, 97 also you know just like uh, any year in the 90s gave us some sequels you know we've got uh, an, uh, another unnecessary sequel but American Werewolf in Paris yeah um, dude. That, that, that it's
0: such a weird tie-in to american werewolf in london you know what i mean yeah like because like, they almost take like a comedy turn at times with this with this one to like a detriment if you ask me
1: but it's still God. kind of a fun movie though you know yeah i don't really i'm not really too familiar with it you know i'm i'm you know i've seen it uh 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 in passing but it's not a movie that holds a lot of uh stock in my mind there. um which you know uh american werewolf in london is obviously uh, uh a classic uh and rightfully so but yeah it right. was just kind of a really especially like coming out so much so much time after um the original yeah. is weird we also had uh, night of the demons three hmm. um uh 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 and uh yeah like we mentioned witchcraft nine there's also apparently like um a series of hong kong movies like that are uh anthologies so in 97 troublesome night one and troublesome night two came out uh and then in 98 uh the third and the fourth one uh came out uh so i don't know apparently they're just like Whoa, dude, weird just at-
0: looking at that it says that for instance troublesome night two is the second of the the 20 films in the troublesome night film series isn't that crazy (laughs) that's wild man
1: yeah uh, yes 20 like holy fuck me
0: like there's not very many series that get near that you know that's fucking Mm -hmm. crazy um another movie that we both like were kind of on the fence about i believe uh or maybe maybe it's just me was Spawn? Spawn came okay. out in '97, and though I don't, I, I, I personally consider this more of a comic book movie than a than a horror movie. Yeah, um, it definitely has those kind of like you know it has those like you know you know it has some not like some gro- grody kind of grotesque parts. John Leguizamo really fucking turns it in. Um, yeah, you know, um and you know you do have some like kind of light body horror, I'd say. True. Uh, Although it didn't go, it didn't, I don't think it got received too well uh, no, initially. It, did not. it definitely grew a cult following. And, you know, to this day, Todd McFarlane himself is like on the quest to make a new Spawn movie. But yeah. he wants to helmet, which is like what's wild. It would be his first direct directing credit.
1: Yeah. And, he, and he, he's been trying to do that for a while. I actually just read an article the other day about how. You know, he's, he just basically let people know that he's still working on it, but that he's not going to, uh, uh, you know, he wants to, he wants it to be a certain budget and that he's not going to shy away from how he wants it to be, how violent he wants it to be, his creative vision. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things that maybe it, maybe it gets made, uh, maybe it doesn't, but I do give him... Um, credit for sticking to his guns with the fact that you know this is my baby uh it's the longest running uh most successful uh most lucrative uh independent um comic of all time oh yeah you know so yeah, you know I, I you know uh yeah Spawn. Uh, you know it's not you know uh it took a while until um comic book adaptations got a little better and and were taken a little more seriously uh um because it is kind of campy you know i remember
0: uh, when it came out i remember reading in a wizard magazine uh of all things like and it was talking about this movie and even in a wizard magazine they, they mentioned like the dis- there's the distinct line in the review where it's like face melting cgi you oh know, my like, god because there's so much cgi in this and movie. it was
1: yeah and it's it's not good
0: no it doesn't it that's the thing it doesn't really hold up like it definitely turns it into a campy experience a, in 2022 you know what i mean mm-hmm. but
1: but what's ha- your uh what's, what were you gonna say
0: oh i was just gonna say i you know one one movie that like is oh man still like i feel like a class like it, it's turned itself into into a classic and mm-hmm. you know um i know what you did last summer yeah
2: uh
0: you know it uh, you know we've mentioned the craft we've mentioned Scream like You know you even mentioned that that this This script seemed to be in the works Before mm-hmm. Scream
2: mm-hmm.
0: Uh but I You know I I've I Really doubt that I know what you did last Summer would have gotten made In 97 If it hadn't been for Scream You know Oh
1: I mean? yeah yeah I, I, I I'll agree with that I'll agree with that Like though it is like a Different
0: movie it's uh very true you know it's it's just another you know kind of like teen centered yeah slasher and and but this this movie what's really cool is that you know like you you know or at least you think you know what the fuck is happening you know yep um you know, because you get like, that, 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 you know, the the classic, you know, uh, kids kind of partying a little too hard. Accident happens. They fucking mow down a dude. They think he's dead. They all freak <laughs> out trying to cover up their tracks. They just try to dispose of the body or whatever, you know, and, and then it just like, you know, comes back to haunt them.
1: Absolutely. And
0: in a big way.
1: <laughs> Yeah, cuz it is, you know, it's 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 a uh, 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 and that's a thing that's been, you know, kind of done to death. Um um since this movie, you know, the whole plot oh, yeah. concept concept of uh we just did something terrible, but um we're not going to call the police because we're young and have our whole life ahead of us. And it's going to, uh, you know, uh, dramatically affect us. So let's be selfish and try to cover this up. And then, you know, from the grave have these horrifying consequences. Uh, so you're right. Um, it, it is another movie too, that has like, uh, and th- we're going to talk about another two movies that are similar or three actually, where it comes to a young, attractive cast. You know, we got Jennifer Love Hewitt, um, Sarah Michelle Gellar geller, ryan philippi who i have always been a fan of uh freddie prince junior, you know. um oh, yeah. You know they're all they are all it's a very, you know, uh uh um uh, uh, there's some movies where like for example um uh do to do to do, do um like uh we we talked about this before when we did the 80s um my bloody valentine where oh yeah I really enjoyed that movie because the cast isn't uh, uh, a bunch of attractive. It's just these, you know, mid, you know, these everydayers, but, um, this is a movie where because of the setting and because of the plot and everything, like I actually enjoy the fact that it's these, uh, uh, attractive young, you know, uh, group of friends, um, that, you know, it drastically affects them because, you know, we jump to a year later. Uh, Julie's coming home from school. You know, their group isn't really, uh, that close anymore. Um, Helen's character, you know, had dreams of being an actress and she works at her with her. She's like her sisters, her boss at a local store. So, you know, you can tell that, that although they chose to cover this up at yada, 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 like they're, they're, they're definitely affected by it. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I think it's just a really, it's a, it's a movie with a simple premise. Um, um that is well executed
0: effective yeah like i mean i i love the the pageant scene oh yeah where you know like sarah michelle geller's on stage you know and then she sees the killer coming up behind uh philippe and he and you know it's like you know, she starts screaming, trying to like get a, get awareness to the situation, and just gets drowned out by everything else going on. And then he gets attacked, and you know, it's it's like uh, shit, yeah. shit like that that just like those kind of scenes make this movie so fucking classic. That and like and even just the yeah.
1: Well, sorry, what were, so what were you? So gonna say. Oh, I,
0: I was just gonna say, like you know, even just like you know the the mystery of like as a viewer, you think you know what's happening. Uh-huh. And you follow them along as they're trying to investigate these things, and so mm-hmm. you think it's going in a certain direction, and in reality is like you know, it like, you just you just don't really you know you can't predict when the killer is gonna pop up, and, it, and right, you know, yeah, it's I don't know, it's just a fucking well
1: done movie. You, you mentioned how good uh, the scene is uh, at the pageant with Barry, mm-hmm. but even further, like the next like uh, like like a uh, uh, sequence with uh that helen you know there's this great chase scene where she's getting driven home by a cop uh the cop gets killed she runs to the place she works her sister gets killed uh and she like it's one of those awesome scenes where she's running through an alley she's about to make it to this parade that's going on and literally like five feet away uh she gets brutally murdered and another scene where to the uh, commotion and everything going on no one even fucking notices it it's brilliant
0: yeah dude it's so good and like that entire sequence that you're talking about like you know you're you're like oh my god she's gonna fucking make it she's gonna fucking make it she's gonna fucking make it boom nope no again you're just like because you you
1: it's another one it's obviously not to the extent of the barrymore because she lasts a greater length of the movie but you think that she's gonna make it
0: well Um, all all of these like the two actors and the two actresses on that you know are the main cast like though the ones that you mentioned at the beginning they were all in their element at this time in the in there that's careers, true you know what i mean yeah. so you really didn't expect i don't know it's just it was just that like you didn't expect uh some of them to not make it through because you're like they're they're, they're like the face of this movie, you know
1: yeah. uh, <laughs> what, what one of my favorite things about this movie though is how um you know the uh rather than just jumping into uh, killing them like the killer uh, uh toys with them at first you know there's the scene with Barry where he uh uh he gets attacked and and uh ran down but the key doesn't kill him you know he set he sneaks into um Helen's uh room and cuts her hair at night you know puts uh he puts uh Max's dead body uh in the trunk of Julie's car and he's toying with them at first yeah. he's toying with them it's it's almost like uh in the animal world where sometimes they'll play with their food before they kill him but what i love about Ooh, it is I like that. he toys with them before he kills them but it's one of those great things where these characters know uh uh that they're backed in their corner and there's really nothing they can do about it because of uh the situation that led them to be in this situation it's it's great
0: yeah dude that's what i mean where it's like it's not your typical slasher in that way where it's like you know, that's such a great way of, of, of putting it Like they are They've put themselves in this situation mm. And they mm-hmm. know that And then it's like Now you're not only scrambling to escape the fucking killer But you're scrambling to figure out a way Out of that situation Like do we come yeah. clean Do we you know like oh, man, I, I don't know I just Though You know though the sequels I don't think are like that like they're not as great as this as the original right it this movie really had something going for it and yeah uh yeah i just i don't know again i I think like people people think of this movie now sometimes and think like well i might as well just watch scream and it's like no dude they're different movies
1: (laughs) yeah and and kind of like i said for uh from dusk till dawn this movie is way better than it has any uh right to be Definitely. um and you know it, it it sits in there with my you know and it sits in there uh as one of my favorite you know slasher um movies uh yeah um i just think that it's super it. solid and that uh you know it, it, it kind of like um another movie we're gonna talk two more movies actually that we're gonna be talking about relatively soon it it it, it uh unfortunately kind of gets lumped in um to that category of of, you know following on the coattails of scream um yeah and and although you know sometimes i can understand that uh like you said it's 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 a different type of movie um and also i think it's uh uh i i just think it's a cool um you know they they could have tried to go like over the top with uh the design of the killer, but just it's such a you know because they're in a fishing town, so just this guy in a slicker with the hook. It could be anybody. It's a really cool way. Yeah. Well, um,
0: and, I, and that's why I think it's like really effective about it. Like unlike creating like a real like going out of your way to create like a an iconic character like uh, like Ghostface, like the Ghostface mm-hmm. mask and all and that. You know, you give this person like this murderer like the uh, you know kind of like a basic setup. And that like that almost makes it more frightening because, like you just said, it really could just be anybody in that fucking coat with a fucking hook, like totally. But yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely solid. Um, there are a couple more, a couple other random movies I think we should we should throw out there for 497. Okay. Uh, one of them, and I guess I never realized that it was a uh, Del Toro, like Guillermo Del Toro movie, Mm. uh, a sci-fi horror mimic yeah it's pretty solid yeah it's it's and like i think oh, i just saw like those like three the first three of those movies or something like that streaming somewhere but you know like yeah definitely like a like a like a kind of spooky like uh, you know like what is it it's like a, it's like a mutant like a mutated cockroach, cockroach that, like super cool yeah and then so you know i don't know it's just it's it's just a it's a kind of a neat a neat ride um, but then another one. I, 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 I this is one I haven't seen in years, but I remember the, like wa- like watching it back in the day. Uh, the relic, mm-hmm. which to me is like a, it's like you know the the relic happened, and then somebody along the way. Yeah, uh, saw the relic and then was like, "How do we? How do we dim that down?" And then that—that's when they came up with "Night at the Museum." Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah so then, I forgot
1: about that. It's set in a fuck yeah. Well, it's a good setting I mean, though. It's a it's good a, setting.
0: Oh yeah, dude. I think it's a fucking great idea. You know, like, you know, and it kind of creates like this. You know, uh, it's like a beast movie almost, where it's like, you know, like mm-hmm. it's it's almost a you know, it's a, almost like a creature feature. Uh, you know, in, in a in a natural history museum, <laughs> it's like it's pretty yeah. fucking cold.
1: Yeah, um, uh, ninety seven also gave us uh, uh, Wishmaster, which, um, you know, <laughs> this, this, the sequels are a little ridiculous, but I think that the original, that it's a, such a super, it's really cool uh, concept uh an, an original concept and the the, uh, the uh, uh, original design uh of the Wishmaster and his in his gin form is fantastic looking yeah
0: uh i agree i mean I, i'm a convert to the Wishmaster franchise i think <laughs> I I, I, yeah I, I think that it, it's it's a fun fucking movie and i i think it doesn't get enough recognition anymore you know any yeah way. yeah
1: because it kind of gets it kind of it's it kind of gets lumped into like uh into the same like category as like leprechaun oh, oh yeah
0: yeah definitely
1: but uh, I have a couple, a couple last shoutouts from 97. So we have two, you know, wouldn't be uh, a year in horror without uh, Stephen King adaptations. Uh, we had the Night Flyer, which is based off of a short story, which is uh, the, pretty solid. And we also had uh, a, a remake, um, you know, because he directed Maximum Mober Drive. Uh, we, we have a remake called Trucks, which is actually the name of the short story it's based on. And... Um, it's even worse than uh than kings because kings you know for as bad as it was you know um it has a lot of fun uh elements to it um and some good performances you know with uh emilio estevez um there's even a young you know carlo esposito in the original but yeah the 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 remake is awful Um, stay away from it
0: yeah real random in the weeds moment Esposito, I, I've heard such heavy rumors that that cats talks for an MCU role, and I've heard, th- and I, I I would be down with seeing him in either of these. I've heard that he's he might be playing Doctor Doom, or Magneto, which I could see either, because that dude has this like calm fucking like sinister energy about him that you just don't you know when he like when he no dude like his he's such parents, a
1: he's such a good villain dude dude he's his vil-
0: yeah oh my god i would love to see him as dr doom honestly but anyway uh <laughs> yeah i mean 97 not a not a bad year i mean there's no. there's some really there's a really some really good spread you know some good beat like you know kind of beast horror movies with like anaconda mm-hmm. and then you know there's some really great sci-fi with event horizon and and things like alien resurrection that, that we mentioned you know
2: mm-hmm.
0: and yeah, you know, some and i you know slashers the, the 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 there's you know the the obviously cube and you know uh, I still know I know what you did last summer that that really rounded out there's also like this random and I, I don't know if I'd call it like a I never viewed it as a horror movie I just viewed it as kind of like a I don't know like a supernatural like a movie or whatever like uh, the devil's advocate okay which is kind of like this you know it, it's sort of like you know, one of those it's, movies, like next thing you know, you're fucking working for the devil. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: yeah, it's definitely got some like horror elements in it, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's not, it is a pretty, it, you know, I, I enjoy that movie for what it is,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. For what it is, definitely, like, it's definitely solid, but yeah.
1: so, uh, j- jumping into '98, um, uh, it's you know, so not it's, um, we've we discussed, uh, that um i am a sucker for uh, uh doll related horror um mm-hmm. and, and obviously um child's play franchise is one of my favorites so you know bride of chucky really uh you know um um was one of those movies that uh uh really could have um turned out differently because you know it it it, it uh it, although the in the in the terms of the universe the movie is set like eight months after the events of child's play three you know but obviously the first three are kind of the andy barkley um uh trilogy yeah. and this is the mo- first movie to kind of shy away from that you know and go towards more s- centered around Chucky. um um, but I love, I think that bright Chucky is such a fucking awesome movie. It's one of my favorite uh, movies in the franchise, you know, it, it, introduced, um, you know, the fucked up Chucky look, uh, it introduced Tiffany. Um, and although, you know, it spawned, uh, uh, Cita Chucky, which, you know, is, is, you know, my least favorite, <laughs> just just bright of Chucky. There's just so many, cause you know, Chucky is kind of like, um, Freddy Krueger uh and Lébricon, in the sense that uh he's gonna fucking kill you but he's also going to spit some wisecracks at you uh exactly. he, you know so this movie definitely kind of ramps up the comedy more than the previous three uh but um it also dishes on uh the gore and the horror and the dark elements uh, and everything there is that you like about this character uh and this franchise um and it's just yeah. such a fun movie you know it, 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 it's such a fun movie because um it, it play you know there's like the subplot in the movie of uh this road trip element you know where where chucky and tiffany you know what i mean they yeah, they yeah and just the the characters the human characters that they go with there's all this um they start to be paranoid about each other because of all these killings that are happening around them uh and like i said the, one of my favorite things about the, the uh, uh uh chucky is that since he's a doll is he's, he's so unassuming that you know uh you don't really think that he's gonna kill you until he's you know killing you uh
0: yeah well goddamn uh, you know i like and i'm probably guilty of it at times too you know you just think like like you said so unassuming you're just like oh it's just this fucking doll like what's mm-hmm. he gonna fucking do well you know he's gonna fucking murder you and and yeah you know it's it's kind of it is really like neat that they found such a uh creative way of departing from their kind of main oh of yeah and butter storyline that they had up until this point you know that's a good point point. and then like creating really creating that like the 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 focus on on chucky as like a character mm-hmm. you know rather than just like a serial killer Kind of yeah of or just a killer yep. was like was such a cool move, you know. Like unlike I feel like unlike uh Leprechaun where Leprechaun really gets like super campy at times. Uh-huh. And Chucky, though he likes you know, there's like all the wise cracks and all the jokes, like there's still a tone to to the Chucky movies that really totally. fucking hits, you know. Totally. Uh yeah and and you're right like this you know introducing tiffany like that she becomes like this main character in the in the universe really
1: yeah she still is yeah you know she she's in the she was in the uh, 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 uh the the tv series she was in you know colt and curse of chucky like she's a, a you know it, you know it's one of those things where they could have introduced her um um and it could have just been this character but the fact that she is so endearing um Uh, and that people are connected to her and and, you know and the one thing I will say that I do like about Sita Chucky is how it has that like meta approach where Jennifer Tilly plays herself uh, (laughs) in that movie but anyway uh, yeah yeah Jennifer's or you know uh, uh, Tiffany's a great uh, character and I really love um, you know uh, just this aspect of um, you know she resurrects Chucky uh, and then Chucky fucking puts her into a doll. You know what yeah, I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and it's just obviously, like I said, this, the you know, they're off to find uh, the heart of Dumbala, which was buried with uh, Charles Lee Ray, you know, and them, you know, making yeah. this trip to Hackensack, New Jersey, uh, and just kill you know, all these deaths that happened along the way, um, including one of the most memorable uh kills uh in the franchise and one that was kind of replicated um in cult of chucky but the scene at the hotel where the two people are fucking on the waterbed uh and chucky bre- they break the glass and it just fall. oh my god it's such a beautiful scene dude you
0: know if, uh, there's, a, if there's a waterbed in a horror movie you know something's about to happen
1: <laughs> true and, and and john ritter's death and i love john ritter yeah. You know, he he, uh, he, 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 his role in this movie is real short and real sweet, but holy shit. Does he make it memorable? Um, uh, just the way he dies is so creative too. It, you know? Um, yeah. I just think yeah. it's a movie that because like I mentioned, because of the comedy elements and because of shying away from, like you said, the formula, it was really a movie where it, they were taking a gamble, you know, cause they could have went, like you mentioned with kind of like the cookie cutter aspect but the fact that they decided to take a big swing on something completely different and just smash a home run um you know this mean, yeah it, you know it, it just speaks to uh you know um don mancini's creation of chucky and uh yeah. you know nice nah, i, I, g- love I that. agree man dude uh, so you okay. know Brian of Chucky is just it's another one of those movies uh like Scream you know like from *Dust Till Dawn where uh anytime it's put on streaming or anytime I come across it, I'm watching it uh uh I, you know I, I could watch it a million times and still come away um uh uh, uh with a smile on my face um
0: yeah well and yeah. that's it that's like they're you know you get your horror fix, but you also get, like, just, like, an overall, just, like, entertainment, you know? Um, that's true. Which, you know, some, sometimes you can leave a good horror movie a little unsettled. Sometimes you can leave one having have, had a really great time, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: and that's what you get with, like, I think most of the Chucky movies.
1: That's know? true. So, bef- before you jump into your next pick, I'm, I just got a couple... You know, shout outs. So we got uh, uh, The Dentist 2, which we talked about. Oh, um, yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it, oh my God. Those movies are great. Uh, you know, we have um, following up on the success of, uh, I know what she did last summer. We've got, we have, I still know what you did last summer, which, as we mentioned, is kind of lackluster. Uh, it's not the worst sequel ever made. Um, speaking of sequels, uh, we've got Witchcraft 10. Oh. Uh, <laughs> mistress of the craft um we've got uh the prophecy Two. Oh. phantasm four uh and yeah curse another of,
0: phantasm movie
1: which is pretty solid and then uh, uh children of the corn five and uh curse of the puppet master so just some sequels just to kind of quickly you know rapid fire blast
0: yeah yeah there's some good um Oh man, I'm uh I'm blinking on I'm blinking on the order we established, but I'm just gonna jump into one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we I we, we have invoked the name already, but yeah, the I mean the like much like the like the craft I I uh and Scream and I know what you did last summer, this movie is another sort of like you know, high school centered uh sci-fi horror and mm-hmm. this is you know it's such a fucking i mean this 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 movie is like invasion of the body snatchers but fucking uh ramped up and like made into like modern you know yeah um
1: it's also written uh by Kevin Williamson uh uh and directed by Robert Rodriguez which we've name dropped multiple times
0: yeah, and 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 that's one of those things I think people can forget is that this is you know a Rodriguez movie, and um, you know it it has a fucking stacked cast too. Like yes, it
1: does. You yes, know, it does.
0: Like Jordana Brewster, like fucking Josh Hartnett, yeah. Uh, Gene Gray's in it. You know, Fonka yeah, J- Fom-
1: Jensen. Yeah, there's also a lot of like uh, you know, Elijah Wood, obviously. Yeah, Josh. Uh, sure, yeah,
2: dude. Robert oh, sure, Patrick.
1: Yeah. There's also like some horror icons that have small roles, like Piper Laurie. Mm. Uh, you know, she she she's just plays a small role, but yeah, there's Christopher. You know, Shooter McGavin's in it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Danny Masterson play as a cameo. Yeah, dude, it's got a wild ass cast. Yeah. Um, but, but dude, it's this, such a fucking cool movie, man. Like, oh man, uh. I remember i i have a memory of this movie because um it's another i say this a lot but it's, i just i love this movie uh, i remember uh my buddy ryan growing up like uh, his parents had like a shitload of movies uh but they never really had any horror movies but i remember uh like anytime i'd go over there like i'd force ryan to watch the faculty and it got to the <laughs> point where he's like dude why like what the fuck like can't you pick anything else i'm like no I don't have this movie at my house we're watching the fucking faculty then he ended up like giving it to me like here just fucking take it
0: (laughs) I'm sick of watching it you watch it on your own (laughs) yeah but yeah it Uh, it does dude it has so much replayability because it's such a fucking I don't know it's like the pace of the movie really like ropes it in you know uh you I mean what would you do if if this happened in real life where it's like you know you it's like, on one hand, you just, you know, like, you you discover some sort of weird life form, mm-hmm. and that life form seems to start fucking taking people's bodies over, you know, taking over their mind, whatever. Uh, and, and, you know, it's just, like, up to you, like, you're the one that notices, you know, and you have to start spreading the word, or you have to start trying to figure out what to do about it.
1: Yeah, it... it- it's a classic but great concept you know where a group of teens that no one's going to believe and this thing's taking over parental figures uh uh uh, uh, teachers police you know authority figures uh and you're kind of like you know no you're like it's up to us like you said yeah um like you said you know it kind of it is like uh um invasion of the body snatchers uh um ramped up and and a little more exciting and a little cooler uh when it comes to um in, you know creating these new uh uh, uh alien for like especially at the end near the end when she's in her alien form um oh, yeah. but it also alien. you know it, it it has homages to other things you know there's the there's the uh really cool uh scene where they're um at zeke's house where he in his in his garage where he has all the you know he makes his uh his dr- his scat, his, his, his uh, drug. scat. <laughs> and they have this uh, scene, which is, you know, obviously an homage to the thing where they're all snorting it, trying to see who is human and who has been yeah. infected. It's it's solid.
0: It's such a, it's such a creative, like, homage to, to the thing, you know, like, just enough, because of the tension in that scene and Mm. and everything it's like just enough to give you the vibes there and like i i think that's one of the one one thing that like a good horror movie can sometimes do is sort of like you know tip the hat to the things that came before it you know the thing is one of the greatest fucking alien horror movies of all time
1: absolutely
0: and and you know yeah this movie like I feel like I mean I feel like this movie is is also like a really great like alien horror movie. I think it's a little more, I think it's downplayed a little bit more because it's uh you know it has that like high school kid kind of vibe a, a, a little bit, but true. But it still is just as fucking sinister of a situation, man. Yeah.
1: Without and, a doubt.
0: Yeah, and like you know, uh, who is the 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 uh, Mary Beth, the character who like ends up. You know, being the fucking like alien queen, and you yeah. think everything's cool because they all, like you were saying, they all, you know, have some, have some Josh Hartnett's wonky drug. And, uh, and, you know, then you find out just like, oh, well, she just fucking faked it. And so, like, she's been amongst us this, this, the whole time. Know, yeah. Yeah. Like, fucking mind fuck dude.
1: But, um, uh, like you said, though, and, 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 uh, and late in the movie, there's this really great scene where, um, You know, at this point, you know, there's a scene in the movie where they're doing uh, uh, at the school, all these teachers that are infected, they're they're calling kids in um, to the nurse's office to do exams and they're infecting them. But there's this really great scene kind of near the end of the movie where there's a football game and there's a traveling team. And while they're playing football, they're out there infecting these other players. So it's like, you know. Uh, obviously at the end of the movie, you know, uh, they, they realize, uh, that, you know, if we take the queen out, it'll, you know, it'll, it'll revert everybody, but just this cool scene where there's this football game going on, members from the other team are getting infected and just knowing like the consequence of that, if this movie would have continued to where it would have branched out from this small town back to wherever they were from and just continued to grow,
0: you know? Oh yeah, dude. It's it's frightening, and you know, like you leave it leaves you on the note where it's like, you know, like like though you know the events to be true,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, like the authorities and whatnot are trying to squash the root, like the of the course, truth, you know, and so you're like, you know, it just it gives you like uh like X file vibes a little bit, you absolutely. know, absolutely, <laughs> which is always fucking cool.
1: But there's uh, just some. uh,
0: uh, what were you gonna say? I was just, uh, you know, I was just gonna say like I, I think it's, you know, that that was, uh, you know, another big thing at the time. it's like, you know, you're starting to with like the, you know, the the internet coming out and like you mm-hmm. know starting to like really roll out more and more every year. You know, people are getting access to the stories and things that they they you know probably didn't know about, and like this kind of thing you know this kind of movie store plot line like really fits in with like you know some like you know the idea of like some conspiracy theories and stuff like that and so it just kind of it it gives you like the heebie-jeebies like man i, I you know i just I'm, there's some great i can't speak enough about how fucking fun this movie is man
1: yeah and there's some great imagery you know the scene where uh uh um robert i mean uh john stewart's character gets stabbed in the eye yeah um there's the scene where they cover the principal in scat, um, and she just, like, dissolves. And then there's the great, one of the coolest scenes is uh, where Famke Johnson's character, her uh, her head gets removed from her body, and it's, like, moving on its, you know. There's some awesome, awesome imagery in this movie. Uh, and, like, you see, I don't know, man. It's just, like, I know, I know Robert Rodriguez has such a weird, you know, uh, filmography from the des- from the, you know, El Mariachi and Desperado, to uh sin city to the fucking spy kids uh yeah. but to, honestly like we mentioned you know uh, from uh Dust till dawn and the faculty those are probably my two and i might get some shit for this but those are my two favorite movies in this filmography um just because of how wild and different they are and how creative you know and how they kind of take uh 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 aspects of uh things that have been done before but totally f- make a new formula with it yeah. Um, so it, also you know uh, some fun facts about this movie uh, it's Usher's film debut because um, <laughs> he's also was in like she's all that he plays like the DJ and she's all that yeah. um, but uh, apparently um, it was through this movie through like someone on the set that Elijah Wood heard about Lord of the Rings and got his like big break essentially so that's Whoa. cool
0: that is super cool Without the faculty, we wouldn't have had Elijah Wood as Frodo. Mm Damn,
1: dude. But yeah, I think this is a movie that gets overlooked. You know, it's another one that kind of gets lumped in with uh, uh, a scream and movies of its time. But it's just so different. You know, it's not a slasher. Obviously, it's more. I just, you know, it's got some horror elements. But I love a good sci-fi movie, like you said, with paranoia and. You know not knowing who is uh who you can trust around you those are always some of my favorite themes in movies
0: yeah no i agree um but what else do we got from 1998
1: um well we have uh one of many uh uh, um, um adaptations of this and it's one of argento's worst movies but argento uh, has uh, a version of phantom of the opera that came out this year yeah uh, we also had a movie that i almost picked but we'll probably end up picking when we get to the 2000s but um we have the japanese version of the ring ringu which is such a creepy disturbing uh unsettling fucking movie yeah
0: and then um and then we also this is one that we were both that we both kind of mentioned interest in. motherfucking blade dude
2: yo wesley dude.
0: goddamn snipes his blade like can are uh, you there is no uh, no like understating this movie like this movie's so fucking cool dude like like
1: a like a deck a decade before iron man set the bar for you know blade did it first and it was r-rated and it was and it was like a a a small you know bit character dude blade is insanely good dude
0: there's so much goddamn gore in blade it's fucking awesome i mean the opening sequence alone where you know you follow this random human to the fucking like meat (laughs) dance club and then like all these you like you you come to find out that you're in a room full of fucking vampires and like all that blood starts coming out of this the you know fire uh, water spigots and like everybody's just covered in fucking blood and dancing around them blade just comes rolling in just taking home he's out dude he was it was so fucking cool man
1: wesley like, snipes best role uh yeah. he has some of the best one-liners I'm only gonna remember one of them I wish I could remember both but there's a line near the end of the movie when he's battling Deacon Frost and he's yeah. like uh, some motherfuckers always want to ice skate up hills <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude I wish I were... dude I forget the other line but it's just like it's amazing dude, dude. there's some it's... there yeah it's so fucking cool It's so good, dude. Yeah. And, and, and 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 I just think it's wild too. Like we mentioned that is this fucking Marvel property that they turned into this R-rated fucking gore-filled uh 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 brutal romp. Like it, yes. who would have thought? You know what I mean? Like Well,
0: exactly, man. Like this movie was so successful and then you know, like, I—I I mean, and this is just—I feel like the the truth is like—is is that Blade kicked in the interest for you know Absolutely. for comic book properties again, and then that's why you know you end up having X Men, which was a smash success, and then you end up having Spider Spider-Man. Man. And even though those movies are very toned down in 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 comparison to the content of Blade,
1: mm-hmm. like
0: you wouldn't have you wouldn't have them without Blade.
1: I completely agree.
0: You know, one of the cool things I remember reading about um, uh, Snipes and, and, you know, this movie was that uh, uh, he had, like, originally pitched interest in a Black Panther movie interesting and, and so he himself was like had like started studying all these different forms of like martial arts from around the the african continent and huh. so that kind of got incorporated into some of the choreography that you end up seeing with him in the movie some okay points, which was really, like i just think really cool because you know like you mentioned like blade was such an off-the-cuff fucking character to pull oh my up, god you know what I mean? yeah
1: so but, random yeah but oh, to the point where work. To the point where most people didn't even know it was a Marvel property, you know. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I am, I am obviously uh, because I love the character of Blade. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, the reboot, but I'm having tempered expectations because I don't think it's. There's no way it's going to be able to top. Uh, yeah. You know.
0: The unfortunate thing is that now that Disney owns Marvel, like you're never going to see a Blade movie like this again you know no, what I mean you're no gonna see no. like a, you're gonna see like a really toned down version of Blade you know which is unfortunate because the character's so fucking cool and uh Marshala Ali um I think is a great actor and I think yes. he'll do a great job in the role but it's like yeah. you know it like unless you're fucking you know taking out home, like like vamps like Wesley Snipes is in, these, in this movie and the sequel Blade 2 yeah. like you got nothing on it sorry I just
1: I do think it's kind of like random that they are making another one like because i feel like uh if they are like they might as well do another ghostwriter and like end up doing like a midnight sun's movie but i
0: wish that'd
1: be, that'd be dope takes take
0: sam now that sam raimi's back in, in involved in some some of these you new know, comic book movies give him the rights to do a midnight sun oh, movie could you? and make oh, it man. fucking horror dude like,
1: and make it rated r yeah that'd yes. be dope
0: oh man but yeah um but that's not the only like, we do have a, cu- a couple other movies we got to we got to mention um i think you have a couple set aside fits for yeah they're still at an 80
1: well we each have i have two more and you have one more but yeah, i want to jump. Into, i want to jump into another like you know i the last one i talked about uh uh was child's play which is an established franchise um and i kind of want to jump into uh another established franchise this time with uh um and i'm repeating myself but another one of my favorite horror movies from this time and one of my all-time like long-lasting like guilty pleasure and it's a good movie so i don't know why i'm saying guilty pleasure but one of those movies i can watch anytime um is 1998's uh halloween h20 uh which you know is directed by steve minor who had done friday the 13th part two and three so it had an established uh a uh, uh, horror director behind it you know it's the seventh installment but it, it it retcons the previous three it retcons you know the uh the uh the uh, cult of thorn trilogy and is a direct follow-up to two and i think that's to its to uh its benefit um you know it's another movie with a young uh good-looking cast you know uh uh it's got Josh Hartnett in it too Michelle Williams um you know it's got LL Cool J in it like the hip factor um but I love this movie because uh uh, of how it moves away you know it moves away from the Haddonfields setting um to a new location you know it has some of those legacy characters like uh 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 Marion Chambers at the beginning. Yeah, uh, it has some great kills, um, uh, and it just you know the whole concept of Jamie Lee. Uh, uh, this whole time has you know uh, 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 has a fake identity. Um, has moved on, and you know twenty years later, you know the most traumatic uh, thing in her life comes comes crawling back when she least expects it. You know.
0: Yeah. No, it's a it's a mind fuck, man. Like, cause like even you know that's the thing. Like throughout the movie, you have all these characters telling, you know, telling Laurie like, like, you know, that happened twenty years ago. You don't still think he's out there, like, right? You know, yeah. and like, fuck all. You, yeah, it's Michael Myers, man. He's fucking out there, like, yeah. It's uh, what's I I thought this was funny. So this was act. This movie was actually, uh, Josh Hartnett's like first film.
1: Yeah. Like, wait. Are you sure? Are you sure?
0: Yeah. This is. His, it's. It's. It says. It says. His, his feature film debut was in Halloween H two
1: O. No, I don't know about that, dude. Are, are you sure?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's. I thought it was curious because when I was. Well, I watched it just the other day, and they do say they did give him the credit that says introducing Josh Hartnett.
1: Oh my God! I. Hmm
0: like i think it's like what well, i mean it'd be great to go to come out swinging on a fucking move like a property like like a halloween movie you know
1: i did not know that i'll be
0: damned but um yeah he, i mean you know him playing uh you know laurie's like son
1: uh uh-huh. it's is, a cool dynamic
0: yeah they have they have, a, they have a, like an interesting an interesting like relationship in the movie and you know like just i i will say this like uh the 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 idea that, you know, I mean I think she says it even in the movie where like somebody was like he's not still out there and she's like he waited fifteen years in a fucking mental asylum for Mm-mm. me. Like Mm-mm. what don't what you think? Why? What makes you think that he's not waiting now? You know, <laughs> and and then like to like follow Michael Myers, uh, kind of on that like cross country you know uh, right back to her like you're just like there's no bounds for this fucking guy
2: mm-hmm. you know um
0: well, and he's just as unrelenting in this movie as always you absolutely. know absolutely which is something i fucking love about his character of course uh, there's like that um you know kind of nod to like i mean and you see it like it's kind of like a reoccurring thing in, in halloween movies the like the road the roadside bathroom scene mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. or you know and and i mean i do think it's interesting movies kind of also pl- keep playing on that you know
1: i i do think it's interesting that he spared those two people you know like he'll, he he's only going to kill people that are like uh in his direct path of getting to his end goal you know what i mean yeah because like at the, at the beginning he kills marion chambers and joseph gordon levitt's you know character. Yeah, I did, with-
0: that was also funny like i forgot that the young joseph gordon levitt <laughs> yeah in, uh, and he's like yeah. I've been kid- I've been suspended from school five oh, yeah. times.
1: <laughs> Just like I think it's cool. You don't see his death on scene, but the aftermath of his death with his fucking uh, ice skate in his face. Brutal. Yeah,
0: it, it was a cool look, looking fucking piece of makeup, man. Like the ice skate sticking out of his fucking face.
1: Yeah, but, but uh, like I mentioned, one of the one of the things that I really like about horror in general is like horror that deals with trauma. You know what i mean and this this trauma of it's it it has been 20 years later but she's literally still affected by it uh uh uh, and has carried that this whole entire time
0: yeah yeah exactly and and like you know that's one of the one of the interesting elements of this of it is that you you know you are you like you're kind of picking up and like learning how she's dealt with it and like in this in this movie you know she's like a, a like there's kind of like not like uh, you know they kind of allude to her having like a little bit of a uh, dependency on alcohol and yeah and stuff like that and so it's like yeah dude she's like I mean this has affected her in in a lot of ways as a as, as a person and yeah. You know, it's know oh, it's just such a fucking, it was it was a lot more fun than i that I, I hadn't watched it in a while and so that's why like when we were talking about movies i was just like yo dude i like like you had mentioned it i had somebody else randomly bring it up and then like a, like a week ago or something i was like talking to a customer about halloween movies and they mentioned halloween h20 and i was just like "Fuck, dude i need to like watch it again like it's on my radar again man and it, it's yeah like even like all the way up until the ending which is fucking wild uh it's, it's oh my god so yeah so good
1: dude just the just the uh you know he obviously has like uh some memorable deaths memorable death scenes you know there you know there's the character that uh is in the dumb waiter yeah um, um but just like the the great standoff at the end and then you know, her realizing, you know, uh, I don't think he's dead. So hijacking the ambulance, you know, that whole sequence, he gets pinned between a tree and the ambulance and she fucking decapitates him. Dude. It was great. And they should have just ended it there. Yeah. But no, they had to make fucking Halloween Resurrection where they come up with this dumbass fucking reason to how he didn't really. Oh, man. Anyway. Um, yeah. It,
0: yeah. Well, because if I'm correct, like Halloween Resurrection wasn't it like somehow the body was switched or something like that yeah
1: oh yeah so yeah so yeah so they explained that uh uh he um when the paramedics came that he had sprung to life uh choked one of them so hard that he like uh uh like snapped their larynx or whatever to where they couldn't speak uh put the Myers mask on him and then he walked away in the paramedics outfit but that's totally fucking stupid because that person there's no way that you know the guy could have just pulled the michael myers mask off and been like i'm not michael you know i'm the paramedic you know it's just it's so stupid
0: yeah exactly because there's that whole scene where like he's like you know mike's like reaching out his hand Mm -hmm. and jamie almost almost you know touches it and then she fucking lops right before she lops the head off and it's like wouldn't that dude if he had that strength wouldn't he just like take the mask off (laughs)
1: like, <laughs> absolutely it's so yeah um but either way though it's still a fucking it's fun, so, fun it's so it's so great and uh uh i love it dude it's so good here but here's some interesting facts about this movie so um uh you know there's there's uh, uh multiple masks in this movie there's four different masks and one of them in a real quick scene uh is cgi which you know is uh. ridiculous um uh, uh so here's an interesting one so john carpenter was initially going to direct it uh, but he wanted uh he wanted a three picture three picture deal and he wanted 10 million dollars um mm. and they wouldn't agree to that so he walked away and then lastly apparently in 2003 uh on on the fx channel there was like an alternate version that played uh with like that added and extended uh, certain scenes uh that wasn't in the original and it hasn't been released elsewhere which is super weird that's Uh, so random like yeah it is random um but you know i i i uh uh i'm glad the one thing i like about this movie is how they did retcon the whole cult the thorn trilogy and kind of bring him back to just this like uh uh uh, like who is this guy and what are his intentions sort of deal um and like i said resurrection was awful but uh you know i really liked halloween 2018 but i was bummed out when for the second time a halloween movie retconned you know and it retconned everything that came except for the first halloween which is kind of a bummer uh but that's what's interesting about this franchise that there's fucking three different uh uh technically four because there's the those the rob zombie ones but there's there's three different like uh, like storylines and universes, you know? It's it's yeah. wild.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: it's fucking it's, awesome.
0: Yeah. I, I, I mean, like, Halloween will forever be, like, tops of my list in terms of horror franchises.
1: Oh, always, well, that's always, always, a, that's, always. That's without a doubt. Yeah. Um. So I got a couple quick more shout-outs before you jump in. You know, you have yeah. one more, and I have one more for this year. Uh, so we have uh, 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 Apt Pupil, which... You know like i said it wouldn't be a horror year without a king adaptation um there's two of them actually there's apt Pupil*, which is based on a short story about like a kid that uh gets attached to an older neighbor who was a nazi um and then there's sometimes they come back for more which is a really cool concept about this this guy who's a, a a high school teacher um and kids in his class uh start dying and then a new kid will enter the class but these new kids that enter his class uh Bear a really close similarity to this these group of kids that bullied him uh, and 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 and, and uh, ended up killing his brother in an accident when they were kids, and it's like him dealing with the trauma of that and ultimately you know the supernatural element to it, and he ends up you know uh, uh, killing this group. It's it's pretty cool. Uh, the yeah. movie is not that good, but the short story is fucking fantastic. Interesting.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, that's cool. Like. I don't know if I don't know if I actually caught that like that movie though, but
1: all right, well, yeah. I'll have to what maybe you... check it out. So what is
0: uh? <laughs> well, we also I, I also want I to know. mention that this this year uh, the one last shout that I, I had for this year was uh, John Carpenter's Vampires. Okay, which is a fucking baddie movie. No 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 pun intended. No pun intended but... <laughs> James, <laughs> yeah, James dude. Woods is great in that movie. Dude, that movie's fucking gnarly at times, but. Um, you know, just another like it's it's just another off the rails John Carpenter
1: movie. It but really is.
0: My last pick for this year is uh is actually a remake. And oh
1: yikes! Yeah,
0: <laughs> and you know I'm not usually a big fan of remakes, but um you know I I just honestly I just this movie passed me by up until about like three or four years ago, and okay. uh, the remake of Psycho uh, by Gus Van Sant is like. It's, I mean I think they do a really good a really good job uh, in terms of paying homage to the original Well um,
1: e- continue and then I'll have a question for you.
0: Yeah uh, I mean like I, I just how is it I mean I, I know it didn't get received well but uh, I don't know I just think like I just think they, they did a good job capturing some of the vibes. I will say v- Van Santa has a tendency to be like a little more artsy than probably necessary at times um but like Vince Vaughn turned yeah, really look at his
1: filmography you know
0: I mean a really fucking creepy role like if you know he Okay I just think I I just yeah I don't know I just I just remember being kind of caught off guard by by how much I enjoyed it when I watched okay, it Okay um, cuz
1: you and I you and I don't really uh disagree too often um but uh I uh, I'm going to dis you know, for once uh, I have a uh, I feel I don't really enjoy this movie um, because, uh, you know, so a lot of the times with remakes, um, you know, there's going to be things that are similar, but usually people uh, will add their own flair to it or parts will be different. But this movie is like almost essentially like a shot for shot remake uh even in the way with like the camera movements the editing uh they built um like uh the set that they built uh you know was literally built in front of the sets from the original movie so i don't know man i just feel like especially like you mentioned with the, the director who did it like he could have done it and, and 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 done some different things to it instead of like essentially ma- like making the same movie to where it was like what was the point
0: well, and that 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 almost to me is like an interesting the interesting thing about this movie was that like because Psycho is such a pivotal fucking movie in horror in the like the horror genre um mm-hmm. like instead of reinterpreting I mean though they do to some extent because this this remake is based in the 90s rather than you know like uh, Right, right, you know, right. Um like they is, yeah. the the idea that like you can't make it better, uh, but like you can like update it in a way. Is, is sort of True. intriguing to me. I mean, to the point where like you know, reading about it, you know they they went as far as to like you know, like you said there's like like shots look exactly the same, camera movements look looks like exactly the same at parts. Uh, even like you know mm-hmm. the sh- the shower scene, they 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 made they made they did like the sound exactly the same. You know by uh using yeah. a melon stabbing a melon shit like that um but yeah i don't know I, I guess i don't really like you know it's it's interesting to frame it like that because it is like it does sort of seem unnecessary you know I'll, I'll admit that it seems very unnecessary but i think it's well done for being unnecessary <laughs>
1: like because, okay because, i mean and, yeah. and maybe i yeah maybe i need to rewatch it but i like i feel that way I like a lot of about a lot of movies like for example uh uh let the right one in i absolutely fucking love that movie yeah uh, and then the, then there's the american remake which is pretty similar and it pisses me off to the it's point what's a lot worse like what was the fucking need like people could have just enjoyed the fucking uh, original which is amazing anyway yeah. i that's one thing where i just get really heated about yeah. it but maybe well, i need to rewatch, re-watch psycho because i do really like vince fawn you know um he's mainly known for comedy but uh have you seen freaky yet
0: yeah yeah dude
1: he's so great in that movie too that's oh. what
0: i mean like i feel like uh he's one of those one of those actors you give him something different and he like runs with it you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, that's because, a good point yeah, you know like like with 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 him i i like my like uh, the most iconic character for me that Vince Vaughn's ever played is his character in Swingers, you know. Okay. Where it's like you know this this like, like fast talking motherfucker, and you know to give him like a character like Norman Bates is just such an opposite of how you'd see him. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean like I definitely like I can I can see that like it's 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 like a it's like a it's fascinating because of the the powerful history that psycho brings but it's not like this movie doesn't bring much new if if anything new to the table in terms of what this movie is you know um i don't know yeah it's i just i just remember being kind of entranced by it and that's why i was like i don't know i, I feel like I, I feel like i'm glad to hear your thoughts on it because it's like you know reading more about it, it's like right here it says on Rotten Tomatoes, Psycho, Psycho holds an approval rating of 38%. That's pretty rough, right? You know, and like things like uh, the year it was released, it won uh, a golden raspberry for like you know,
1: <laughs> yeah, for wor- worst remake and worst director, yeah, dude. <laughs> and here I am, being like, I fucking love it. <laughs>
0: i don't know maybe maybe it's just like maybe to me it is like the homage to it all like the the direct nod but i don't know i mean like it it makes to me this this movie helps make the original psycho more
1: immortal so i don't know i get yeah because i mean this you know psycho is uh, uh uh you know um those movies where uh you know it's credited with um being one of the first slashers uh it's just such a timeless iconic movie to where uh you know um and like we mentioned like a lot of things and this is something that will always be discussed but you know it's a movie that just didn't need to be remade and i actually saw this uh quote from gus van sant that he remade it so nobody else had to um but yeah i don't know man uh it's just it's such a it's such a weird uh Uh, like his filmography like you mentioned he's this like auteur you know like drugstore cowboy my own private Idaho yeah Good Will Hunting like it's such a departure from his um, it's almost it's almost like one of those things where you know uh, uh, maybe he wanted because it was a remake maybe he wanted to have something that was um, a little easier uh, of a project or something that he could like phone it in phone it in a little bit um and didn't have to make this like grand uh creative uh 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 uh, 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 uh what's the word i'm looking for
0: anyway well, like, yeah i mean like because all of his others were like really independent kind of like ideas you know um mm. but yeah i don't know i think i think it's i think it's you know it's it's not like a fa- it's it's psycho it's not like a really like fast-paced movie you know where it's going oh for uh, sure and so, you know, it, it's like, you're, you're like, to me, you watch it for like the performances and the vision and like the clean visuals that you get from mm-hmm. it. But, uh, yeah, But what, what's,
1: what's, uh, what's your last pick for, for 98. So my last, my last pick, uh, before I do my last pick, I just have two more shout out or three more shout outs. Cause so, two of them are movies that I haven't seen, but after like kind of briefly reading about them i'm really interested in seeing there's one called the clown at midnight mm. which uh sounds really interesting And there's also a movie that uh is labeled as a, a pornographic splatter film and it's called tumbling doll of flesh so Ooh. um yeah i want to i want to seek those two out because uh, sometimes you know a movie just just its title alone will be like hmm
0: you know? yeah oh yeah tumbling doll of flesh like what the fuck is that movie about like
1: <laughs> and then we yeah. also had another we had deep rising which is another kind of like uh weird uh uh alien like creature in the water type movie you know Ooh. kind of uh akin yeah. but akin to like the abyss or you know uh except it's not you know centered where they're they're like somewhere deep under the water you know but deep, deep rising is actually you know uh for what it is you know it, it's an inter- it's in it's got it's got some entertainment to it but my last movie for 98 um you know kind of sticking to how we've talked about a lot of movies that are set under, you know this one's uh, isn't college so it's not high school but it's another movie that's unfortunately lumped in uh as a scream ripoff and uh which it really shouldn't because of all these different slasher movies of this time urban legend has the most uh uh creative uh uh, unique um aspect of it you know it's literally a a horror movie a slasher horror movie centered around urban legends uh everything about it works for me because i remember being a kid always wanting to go to the library and find a book about urban legends you know there's in different uh, uh uh um in different cultures you know different cultures have different urban legends or their own spin it's just such a cool it's just such a cool concept man like i'm surprised it took that long for something like that to come around you know what i mean
0: that is one of those things i was i was shocked by you know it's like it it seems wild that it it was you know uh ninety eight when like a movie like this was made, you know, mm-hmm. because there's tons of movies that, you know, kind of uh sort of lean towards like you know they, they paint like homages to specific ones. It's uh, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I I know what you did last summer, you know, the classic the hook, you know, mm-hmm. kind of Urban Legend. True, you know? true. Um you know shit like that. But but this movie is like Urban Legend's fucking fantastic. Like this is another one I just recently rewatched. Okay. And and I forgot how much fucking fun it is. I forgot how, you know, the 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 sweet twist that leads you all the way to the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's, you know, you get some crazy fun and cool performances from some of the actors. Like it's a fucking solid watch, man.
1: Yeah, you know, and it has a Brad Dorif cameo. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's another one that has you know a lot of you know uh, the cat the cast is. Younger, maybe some of them are established, some of them aren't. You know, there's Jared Leto, oh, uh, Alicia yeah. Witt, Rebecca yeah. Gayhart Tara Reed, Joshua Jackson Daniel Harris has a small role in it. You know, yeah. So there's there's some credibility, and then there's some newcomers. Um, but they all do so well uh, uh, in their roles. Um, you know, even like like I said, and there's just the different uh, um, urban legends that are used for kill scenes you know there's the killer in the back seat the uh Mm -hmm. bloody mary the pop rocks and soda is referenced you know the
0: pop rocks and soda was a wild one man like Mm -hmm. like i mean that that was a really fun creative death like uh death to kind of throw in the movie well it, you
1: know? was, well it wasn't a death it was just like a a prank in the class but well, there's the prank a prank in the class
0: but then but then he does it to like he does it to him in the toilet so instead of like, oh that's right soda, you're right like pop you're rocks and right. like some sort of chemical in his mouth and like make some fucking
1: you're right my bad yeah, yeah. but that was cool yeah and then there's you know there's the boyfriend hanging from the tree the headlights yeah. the Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light? That
0: one was the fucked up one to me. Like, yes, it was. it was. Like, like going into the room, you know, you think, of course, like, my roommate's fucking banging again. Like, they're fucking again. Like, okay, I'm not, don't worry, I'm not going to bother you. Like, you've yelled at me a million times. But then Dude. you just, like, I mean, to wake up and to know that your fucking roommate was murdered in her bed right next to you where you sleep and right under your fucking nose and then somebody paints that like phrase and blood on the wall like fuck that dude like i'm never going back to that dorm room ever again like i'm i'm fucking done like
1: yeah dude it's great yeah
0: um but yeah like you said in this
1: what are you gonna say oh and then i was gonna say
0: dude and like like the 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 way it ends just i love it like i love it because you're building up like you'd never you like the whole movie it's one of those you think you know who done it mm-hmm. and then you don't and then you realize like you don't know and then you mm-hmm. think you, you figured it out again and then you don't know again <laughs> you just uh-huh. like you know it's just like it's it messes with you a bit you know
1: yeah it, it is you know because it's like you know it's her best friend and then we learn you know that uh uh, uh her and her, her and one of her friends had uh, in in an urban legend type way um uh due to due to the headlight initiation type of thing led to the death of this character's boyfriend and so she's enacting her revenge and she's been the one that's been the killer the whole yeah. time but you don't you don't see it coming
0: you're right i would say like tara reed's uh death sequence is probably the most annoying in the movie though because it's just like it's so much screaming
1: yeah, you know what I mean. And she's a bad actress, so
0: yeah, uh, there is that too. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, dude, like the, I mean, like, like I was saying, though, like all the way up until the very end of the movie, you get one of those kind of classic uh, twist endings. You know what I mean? Which I fucking love so much, and so like talking
1: about like where she is alive and she's at the co- the other college at the yeah like, like
0: so like she becomes the urban
1: legend right yeah like,
0: like so this dickhead is like telling the story about like the murders that, that she just performed and then like the end is like her you know Greyheart's character being like now nah, I see you told it all wrong let me tell yeah. you the real you know how it really went and like he's like fuck it's- dude she's still alive <laughs> like, It's a great way to cap off the movie, for sure. Oh, I love those kind of endings. Always, always. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Urban Legend, man. Definitely, definitely. Like, always. It's just, it's such an entertaining movie to have in the line. Oh,
1: everything about it. Like I said, the the concept, uh, the performances, the kills. um, It's just so creative. And again, uh, uh, although it is kind of lumped into that scream category i think that you know it is one of those movies that uh either a maybe might not have been made or been given the green light because of scream and definitely wouldn't have been as successful if it wasn't for scream so
0: yeah i mean i think like yeah i definitely think like scream helped kick open the door for movies like this but but you know like you said this movie is like a a, a different movie than scream for sure yeah yeah
1: yep it is and and i highly it's another one that i will always recommend to people and always have a fun time watching fuck yeah so jumping into 99 the last year of the 90s obviously uh you know we each have one more pick so before you jump into your last one i just want to pop off you know uh reoccurring theme here but quite a lot of sequels this year we have candyman 3 day of the dead which we covered There's Children of the Corn 6, or Children of the Corn 666, I should say.
0: Isaac's return.
1: (laughs) Yeah, which is cool because he does, that character, you know, we just did Tammy and the T-Rex, and he was an actor in that, but he does return to his role as Isaac, which is cool. Um, From Dust Till Dawn 2 uh, uh, happened this year. We have the Rage Carry 2, which is actually... A lot better of a sequel than it than it's you know what I mean than it gets credit for.
0: Really, I that's one like I've always seen. I've seen the cover of. I've like I've like seen it you know on a on a streaming site. I just never watched it. Is you should it, give it, it a watch. Yeah. Okay. I I've always I've it's always been curious about it. You know. Yep. that's cool i'm glad to hear that because oh, that might be that might be tonight even
1: yeah we also have uh you should i i would recommend it uh it uh we also have retro puppet master um ringu 2 uh let's see um warlock 3 i've never seen any of the warlock movies just you know i, I feel like i need to watch the first one but um yeah, and we have another an, we have a, another sequel um that we've uh, 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 uh covered as well uh Wishmaster 2 evil never dies yeah um, dude which is such a wild ride (laughs) yeah that movie that
0: wild ride indeed (laughs) oh yeah man i mean there's uh, there yeah there's like a hodgepodge there's there and i mean there there are a good few movies on here that i'm like familiar with but Mm -hmm. need need to take like i want to take a look at like um like the astronaut's wife like, okay. I've, I've heard it's like Johnny Depp and Charlie's Theron, and it's like it's kind of like this sort of like slow, from what I understand, it's like a slow burning kind of like spooky movie where it's huh. like you know, over the movie, you get the vibe that like the like Johnny, I believe it's Johnny Depp's character, has been like taken over by like an alien or something like that. Oh, huh. you know?
1: um, yeah, I've never seen it.
0: Yeah, there's this wild, another like random sort of uh uh demonic satan related you know action horror i'd call uh, it ah yeah you know where i'm going with this this the yeah. end of it's the end of days lol yeah with arnold yeah the, the schwarzenegger man you know he it's, had under his belt
1: yeah you know he, you know because he, he's obviously in predator which had some horror elements but like to have him in a movie that's like labeled as horror was interesting yeah and then one i
0: almost picked um Was a house on haunted hill. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I almost picked it because it's, it's, it's a fun haunted house, you know, movie. It's not, um, I think it's, I think it's technically, uh, it's, you know, it's got to be like a bit of a remake, I believe. It is, it is, it is. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but like, you know, you have a great cast with it, you, uh, but you also, I don't know it's just like the cgi is kind of the thing that throws me off in it like the cgi doesn't hold up anymore it's kind of no wonky, it does like, not. That 90s yeah. wonkiness but but you still get kind of like the fun sort of supernatural haunted house ghost story you know
1: yeah there was also there's also uh the Haunt there's the haunting of hell house like mm-hmm. a remake this year and a movie called the haunting so there's like three movies that were so, like in the same vein that came out that year yeah um there's also sleepy hollow which is yeah, you
0: know sleepy hollow is a fucking solid movie though man like, it is i i really enjoy that movie the 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 atmosphere of that movie true it sucks you sucks you right in. it's like a perfect fucking october movie
1: yeah yeah um well, I, I, there's I, also I, like what i was gonna I, I have a couple more but i'm gonna save them until, fair enough, fair enough. i'm you. gonna i'm gonna save them until before my last movie so fair. but if you have some go for it
0: um, the the only other random one that I wanted to shout out was uh, the the sort of horror comedy, uh, Idle Hands. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's, one's it, a fun one. It's a you know possessed hand. What The fuck you gonna do with that? The fuck? It, has a,
1: it, it has a good cast too, and you know uh, 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 sometimes horror comedy doesn't. It's you know it can be hard to pull off, but I think they they tow the line in this movie.
0: Yeah. Um, but my last official pick, uh, for 1999, it's a doozy. It's, yeah, it's, it's 1999's Audition. Mm, oh Audition gee. is a fucked up movie for, oh on my many, God. On, on a lot of different levels. Like, oh there's, my God. there's, there's this whole social aspect of this movie that's kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, that leads the characters in the direction, uh, that you know you know the movies like if you've heard of this movie you know where it culminates oh Um, dear god yeah but but like just the hardcore fucking like visuals of this movie uh and uh you know fucking action that ends up happening where you know it's like it, it. you eventually you basically follow this um I don't know like was he like a fucking TV producer or something like that? I had something weird like that. Um, yeah, cuz
1: his friend is a film producer.
0: Yeah, who like sets up these like a series of uh interviews basically auditions. for this yeah, audition, I guess yeah. It's the name of the movie, right? Like, <laughs> auditions. <laughs> <laughs> for this uh for his friend who's like a widower um mm. to meet like a, a you know, a new woman.
1: And Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, uh... which is
1: it's it's pretty crummy. Uh, it's 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 like fucked up that they have these false pretenses of like luring these women in to try to find this guy a new wife. Uh, it is fucked up, and you know, playing with someone like that it, it, uh, is really uh, uh, you know just this is not a, not a cool thing to do. But I will say that, regardless, um, he didn't deserve you know the punishment truth. that he ultimately gets truth
0: and that's that's the real twist is that um the character's name is asami and uh she eventually like you think you think this movie is maybe going to be like you know ends up with her demise or something you know mm. um but that's the like one of the well great- it does though it does but like one of the great twists in this movie is that like she's really the fucked up one
1: yeah you know what i mean yeah like, through like, like flashbacks and
0: shit yeah i mean there's some fucking gnarly bits i mean uh, the the piano wire going through you know sawing through the bone you know oh the,
1: the fucking
0: the 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 acupuncture the needles and the Dude. eyes and everywhere. Like there's this oh, this menacing ass shot where it's like you you know, you like you, you think like the body's still and there's all these needles in it. And then like you just like the body kinda moves a little bit. And all the needles kinda like clank around a little
1: bit.
0: Oh. <laughs> like like a fucking breeze blowing in a wind. Like it's so disturbing. The, the the fact that she's like making this this uh individual that she is handicapped uh eat his own like vomit
1: vomit and, yeah and the guy that's in the bath. yeah because all she has in her apartment like because after the audition it shows her but all she has in her apartment um is a phone and a sack and we learned later within that sack and like we also learned that you know that she may that she probably murdered this bar owner uh and you know there's some parts left behind there's three fingers uh an ear a piece of a tongue and then we see later that you know this guy in the sack is missing those parts so yeah there's clearly something wrong with this girl and you know although she has some trauma uh involved with men and men saying that they're gonna love her forever and not doing so her methods of uh uh, of revenge are way too far um yeah
0: yeah, she definitely takes it to an extreme
1: we'll never be able to do uh um the scenes the the depictions of violence and torture justice but goddamn, they're fucking like even to the point where like uh rob zombie said this is the most like unsettling movie he's ever seen which is crazy coming from him yeah um and this movie definitely is an influence on like the torture porn wave that would come a couple oh, years later
0: yeah for sure um yeah it's just it's i i think a lot of what makes those visuals like uh, so disturb. what makes those 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 things so disturbing is like the pace at which you experience them mm-hmm. um like when the when the, the you know she's sawing oh the like you're there the whole time
1: yeah. you're there the
0: whole time you're Although listening the the sound of it, and it's just so uh, like it—it it makes your skin crawl. It's making mine like goosebump up right now. Yeah, so fucking creepy. All,
1: although the needles under the fingertips and the needles in the mouth and the needles in the eye are gnarly, I honestly get more grossed out by the by her sawing off his his fucking foot. Yeah.
0: Well, and and to the credit of the actress that plays uh, Sami, um, like she has this like. I don't know like like childlike look on her face when she's doing some of these things where she's just like really excited to Giddy. see what fucking yeah. happens as soon as she gets through the bone you know like and you're just like this is fucked up man <laughs> like this but yeah, oh, dude. Man, it's a hard movie to sit through but uh, it's you know? worth it. It, it it really is it, it's a it's because it does it does create a you know,
1: creative movie it does play on that like uh, uh, uh aspect of how women are treated and are, are looked at sometimes as possessions or how awful men can be yeah. you know or, or I mean not, and it can be flipped both ways because you know it's not just men that do that but traditionally it's men who you know will tell a woman you know oh you're the only one for me and then the moment they fuck they're out the door yeah. so you know there, it is some real life stuff in it but yeah dude it is an extreme movie um you know it's obviously you know not the uh the gnarliest movie i've ever seen but for some people this might be uh uh a movie that they won't be able to finish um, yeah
0: for some people this this movie goes too fucking far that's for
1: sure I, I love it though i it's not a movie that i'm gonna watch all the time you know yeah. i'm gonna watch it every couple years but holy fuck, uh well, to, is it a wild ride
0: to me it's like you know i'll, I'll leave it here I'm, I'm, but like it's it, you know it's one of those movies that as even a horror movie fan it pushes my boundary okay you know i mean you know you know where it's like can i can i make it through this can i watch this can <laughs> i stomach <laughs> this and you know that that is sometimes like exactly what you need from a horror movie is to make it make it like you know make it a a, a, a gauntlet for you to get through as a good viewer, point. you know like testing your testing yourself and yeah, you know, if yeah. you find it all disturbing then you're at the end of it, you're still a fucking human. Okay. So good that's good great. point. <laughs> good point. But yeah, uh yeah. It's just, uh, just a great creepy terrible time, <laughs> if you ask
1: me. Yeah, I agree.
0: But
1: yeah, man. so last couple shout outs, uh we got Stir of Echoes, um which I feel like I need to rewatch. Uh Stigmata comes out this year oh, yeah. um we got a couple uh, uh, uh creature features you know we have lake placid um which is actually a pretty solid uh uh you know uh, for another one of those movies that uh this will be like my third time saying this but has no right being as good as it is
0: and that's another uh, uh minor movie isn't it I, uh, yeah yeah steve minors that's a, what attached i mean it, to it yeah because oh. of,
1: because of the director because of some of the the act yeah you know Kathy Bates plays a small role but it's an awesome role or not Kathy Bates but um
0: there's Betty it. White Betty White's in it
1: Betty White yeah Betty yeah. White she plays the role of the lady that's like feeding the alligator yeah. or the crocodile I forget what it is uh but Lake Placid's pretty pretty solid and so is Deep Blue Sea um you know it's it's definitely not in the league of jaws uh but Deep Blue Sea is entertaining
0: oh yeah um, well Deep Blue Sea has some like you know classic moments you know sam jackson getting eaten by the shark absolutely you know uh a motherfucking sh- i mean he doesn't say it in the movie but you know <laughs> Chappelle show skit a motherfucking shark a shark the
1: shark ate me <laughs> this is how i talk <laughs> yeah, this is just how i talk
2: <laughs>
1: like, sam jackson beer <laughs> so, yeah, yeah dude. that that scene is great
0: dude. ll cool j in it with his like oh his like a oh. uh, ho- parrot homie <laughs>
1: I think that, uh, 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 um, I think, and I could be wrong, I, I probably could definitely very much so be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that if he's not the first, he's one of the very few black characters in a horror movie that survived.
0: Yeah, dude, he makes it all the way to the end, baby.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's a it's a fun movie for sure. Like you know, smart sharks attacking you, and this it's like movies like Deep Blue Sea, are what ended up. Uh, and I'm not saying that these have like a great merit to them, but you know, like further down the line, the like Sci Fi Channel shark attack oh, God. movies, Sharknado, yeah. all these things, like three
1: headed shark attack. Yeah. yeah, they definitely like they definitely took the
0: idea of like Of smart smart hyper intelligent shark mm-hmm. or whatever you know, and like. You're pitting them against everybody but yeah uh, it's, a, it's also, a funny creature movie what else it does? is
1: uh, uh, we have a Lou Diamond Phillips horror movie which are always pretty bad called Bats <laughs> um, and then uh, you know we have a couple that I've that uh, I've never seen you know that I've that uh, we have uh, the killer eye um, which sounds interesting hmm. um, and then we have uh, 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 let's see here um, Camp Blood, which seems like a really vague title, it could be about anything. Um, yeah. The Nameless, the Nameless, which I'm pretty sure is based off of a Lovecraft uh, property, um, yeah. and then we have Troublesome Night, five and six of twenty-seven or whatever <laughs> there was. <so. laughs> Jesus Christ! They just that, keep on going. I need to watch one of those, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to my last because. You know uh uh, we've kind of had some longer um podcasts in the past but you know uh we're kind of getting to the two and a half hour mark um so my my last pick uh in this 1999 movie that uh i mentioned earlier how um uh do 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 um uh scream was yeah, uh the most that scream was the most uh um highest grossing uh slasher for the longest time but the blair witch project probably has easily has the uh the craziest budget to uh, box office um in terms of making money because the budget was like estimated between 200 and 500 thousand and the box office is 248 million
0: yeah and dude. dude. The
1: blair Witch man i feel like there's 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 really not much we can't say about it but just i you know kind of in the same way of of cannibal holocaust it's this movie where it played into real life in the in the in the fact that so many people thought that this was a real thing that happened to the point where the actors like stayed away from the media for a while people actually thought these actors were dead you know the promotional marketing that went into it and just like i said the small budget um two friends that directed this with just three random actors they found through a uh a a casting call and just went out in the woods for eight days and made one of the most influential uh creepy uh original uh, uh uh unsettling still talked about horror movies to this day
0: yeah dude like that's that's the like it really is like it's still unsettling it still gets you like, you, like puts you right on the fucking edge of your mm. seat mm. and mm. it it most certainly revitalized found footage films. oh Jesus. you know what I mean like because they were like that that like you mentioned like there was there was definitely some trickles of like found footage-esque films in the past but this like like perfected it, it created a litany of other knockoffs and it like oh yeah. You know, it, it it like revitalized interest in that style of movie making. Nobody has in my opinion, nobody has made a better version of a found footage film since the hundred percent
1: agree. hundred percent agree. But, yeah. It's with such like,
0: a fucking awesome, iconic goddamn movie man.
1: Yeah, dude. Just the, the small what they're able to do with the small budget with the Amount of time they went filming. I just love how, like, you know, the directors basically all they came up with this, you know, uh, uh, urban legend, uh, this story that they came up with, this fictional legend, and pretty much everything, all the dialogue was improvised. You know, they would fuck with the people that were the three cast members. You know, they told they made them sign waivers saying we're gonna fuck with your mind, and they did. And yeah, that's what makes the movie hard. seem even, even more realistic. Like you feel like you're watching something you shouldn't be watching.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. You you feel like you're watching this, this real life horror experience unravel. Like that's, it's just, it feels so real.
1: And that and, ending. Oh,
0: oh my fuck. God, dude. It still gives me, I'm getting goosebumps again, man. This movie, like it, like just, you know, just fucking, uh, what's, uh, mike or whatever is yeah it's mike um there's like because there's only like four people in the movie or whatever. but but like when he, you know just just him staring at the wall like facing the wall dude. and like no not responding and you're just like oh my god dude something's fucking got him like
1: it's so simple but so, so fucking disturbing it's so effective
0: man oh that's another one, man, I, I like, I, you know, because it's it's one of those you watch so many times that then you feel like, man, maybe I don't, I don't think I need to watch it for a while. I haven't watched this movie in a few years.
1: It's been a while.
0: But I really like, you know, it's one of those, as soon as I saw that you were going to bring it up, I was like, damn, dude, like, I need to watch this again just for the thrill of it, because it really is like, it's one of those rare movies that every single time I watch it, uh, I've been spooked, you know? Like the energy of the movie gives you, give, just gives you the fucking creeps, man. And I hate, I always hate movies centered in being lost in the woods, man. Oh like, my god, yeah, fucking nightmare, absolute just, nightmare material. This movie,
1: <laughs> and I think a part about it too is that you know, it's more, it's 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 a lot more grounded in reality than a lot of horror movies. To where you know, something like this, some some parts of it could probably happen. Yeah, you know what I mean. And just yeah. you know the. Uh, another thing about it too is that you know like i mentioned it's just these three random people that were the actors so it's not these trained actors and they just do such a goddamn good job uh uh and they just bring it like i said that everything about it is just so authentic and so real and i really don't think that there could be another movie made like this that would feel like this like i just don't see it happening
0: no, because like, like we've sort of said like i feel like I, I really think that blair Witch hit the the peak of what you can do with a found footage film and Absolutely. so from, from this movie everything feels like it's trying to capture that energy and so like it immediately gets compared to this pinnacle of, of of found footage film you know that is the blair witch and you know like it definitely like you know other movies kind of there there's like the what the one the one sequel Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that kind of tries to sort of exp- like it, it kind of pushes it further, but it, do- it just doesn't have even the same effect. Not at all. Not at all. You know? uh, and you know, there's all sorts of like random things that they did with this. You know, like I, I, I was reading that they did like it, it's like something like an 80-minute movie, and they did like they they shot like over like 20 hours of footage, uh, hmm. you know, out in the woods over eight days and condensed it down. Um and I didn't realize this until just reading about it, but apparently the main actors just all used their real names in the movie. Yep. And I thought that was, I thought that was kind of interesting actually like because that play that makes it play into the uh you know the realness all the all the the more. That's what I'm know? saying. Yeah. That's
1: yeah. true. So cool. So friendly. Yeah, I I haven't seen the um the, the most recent one uh but i'd be i'd be i'd be interesting in seeing it just uh and also another interesting thing is around the same time there's another uh um there's a movie that came out called the last broadcast which was another like uh um i've always wanted to watch it because it's another like it has a similar kind of a somewhat similar concept it's a a found footage movie about um um that uh, has to do with the pine pine barons, the New Jersey Devil. Oh, um, the
2: Jersey Devil.
1: Yeah, but yeah, dude, I, I, uh, Player Witch Man. Like, I don't think that you know. What obviously when they were going into this, I don't think they had any idea of how big of a impact this movie was going to have, and how significant it was going to be, um, and how loved it was going to be, and how it's like for years it w- it was spoofed and referenced. Oh yeah, uh, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, there's, there's you know, shots of, of in, in any number of spoof movies You know, somebody, like, right in front of the camera like oh.
1: Yeah God. <laughs> That scene That scene is, is a, That scene is, the first time you see it It's creepy, and it's effective, and it's, it feels real
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%, man, it's, yeah And, you know, like, I think it's uh, You know, in, in terms of, like, I guess Just, like, the last picks for the 19th The, the decade, really Like, uh, this, it's such a good good last pick because like this was the last like huge you know horror movie of the decade and yeah. it propelled forward things that were happening in you know the early 2000s that we'll eventually start talking about but it's yeah. oh my god dude this movie is just so it'll forever live dude the Blair Witch Project will be Im- is immortal you know yeah. what I mean like
1: I agree Damn,
0: it's so cool and I I yeah, I can't I can't overstate it enough like it's just it's a forever movie and it'll forever fucking terrify me.
1: Absolutely. 100%. Well, uh
0: I guess moving did was there any final shout outs that you had?
1: I don't. uh uh-uh.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty clean through, but there's so much. I mean, like we we talked about in the last pod. We will we'll wrap this one up since we're uh, like a, be out, you know, a little over, but 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 you know, the last pod we talked about um how the decade those years were kind of tough to get to to find some picks the these these last few years were so ripe with movies mm-hmm. man my god
1: yeah we we obviously were you know we're not going to hit everything no. uh so i apologize if we didn't mention something that you know we should have uh yeah but yeah no, there was there was a lot of uh of of of, of uh of uh, uh, fruit to pick for sure
0: oh yeah well, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, um, on that note, we'll, we'll, this is us wrapping up the 1990s horror movies. Yeah, uh, we
1: have we have an absolute uh, 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 juicy peach for the next episode. Oh, the movie, oh
0: God, yes, a movie movie
1: that I have been wanting to watch for a really long time. And I, I have been, actually been holding off watching it until I watch it for the podcast. And I can't fucking wait. So I'll tell you all what I'm going to say.
0: I t- I'll tell you what. I I'm 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 looking forward to watching it again. Because it's so good, I jump. I jumped in ahead and watched it. I bit. I bit right into that juicy peach, and it was so. It's so fucking good. I cannot <laughs> fucking wait to talk yeah. about this next movie, dude. Like, like
1: that's awesome.
0: To the point where I was done with it, I was immediately like, I just want to watch that again, dude. <laughs> like, oh yeah, dude. It's, it's just, it's ooh yeah. It's a it, it. It's a chef's kiss for our podcast for sure. I, I can't wait to talk about it. I am so happy to hear that. All right. Well, on that note, we'll leave it all there. You, you know, uh, I just, I can't overstate it enough. Horror is such a fucking fun genre to appreciate. Mm-hmm. I just really hope that, uh, that, you know, for whatever, whoever is listening and whoever we we reach with this, that like this inspires them to go back and reflect on some of these movies. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, it's a good just, point. It's really worth it, but you know. We always leave off with at least one final heads up, and I think that's uh, that's usually you, Fitz. What do you tell them? What?
1: Go watch horror. There's some you... good horror dropping this weekend, so yeah.
0: You fucking know it, man. Alright, well, we'll see you on the next one, hot dogs.
1: Yes, we will.